Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. Hello. We're going to start the show by saying a few more names, but these names (laughs) are extra special. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Man, still brilliant, Rocket Man 76, and my dog Skip, the, the, the pet of the Full Nels crew. They are our Patreon producers. They are our Full Nels crew, and we salute you for keeping the show alive. If you would like to also help keep the show alive, because I think it needs as much help uh, as it can to live, uh, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and have a look, have a browse of the tiers we've got on the shelves. They're all sorts. You want a bonus show? You've got one, yeah? You want to watch us talk over things live? You can also do that too. Uh, but if you want to join the elite, the Full Nails crew, then scroll down. Click that subscribe button. Let's keep this show rolling, shall we? Uh, thank you so much for all your support, for those of you that do. And for those of you that don't, take a long, hard look at yourself. All right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, please, should we get straight into the feedback, Matt? Hell yeah. Yeah. Blimey. I mean, <laughs> everyone's sounding a bit like flat. <laughs> This is a weird start to the show. Uh, do you know, actually, I was, no, I was a bit. I was. I was just thinking to myself. You know, my dog Skip. Should it, technically we should call them their dog Skip because he's he's the pa- he's the the patron producer's dog, right? Okay, we'll he's do not that our dog next Skip, week, yeah. is he? He's not your dog Skip. It's not my dog no. Skip. He's their dog Skip. Their dog Skip. Their dog oh, Skip. Oh, yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but. If, if, if that's oh, a little Britain, remember that? Wow. Um, I'm trying to forget it, though. I'm thinking, let's change the show. Instead of like countless office references, we'll do countless little Britain quotes. Oh, then let's not do that. That's <laughs> what we need. That's the shot in the arm that we need. That's the... Yeah, it is. It gets back on top. Um, <laughs> no, but the problem is, the person that put the name down mm. for the full Nels crew... Mm. That's the name they gave us, my dog Skip, right? No, I know. So I can't say their dog Skip because they'll go, well, no, actually, I asked for my dog Skip and I paid for this. So we can't <laughs> change true. that, can we? You might We're do We're literally the taking the dog away from our Patreon producer <laughs> and giving it to a group of unknown people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's very I mean, you fair. Can, you I mean, can technically do that. It's nothing to stop you. Yeah, but... Well, yeah, there are <laughs> rules. You can't just dog nap, Sean. No, we're giving it away. We're not... We're not stealing a dog. We're saying, look, we had this dog skip and we don't we haven't really got any further use for him. We're giving him over to you guys. They didn't give us the dog. We're <laughs> still not we're still not sure who's actually paid this. Is it the dog or is it the person? Because it, it could be a wealthy it's dog. It's the dog. It it's could be dog. a wealthy dog, yeah. Well let yeah. the dog decide then. Let the dog decide. What you do is you get the full nails crew on one side, us on the other, and then the original owner on a third side, apparently, and then you just see which one it goes to. Yeah, come in, skip. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> you know where he's coming to your old mate Dave. Right, okay, let's get on to our feedback. Matt, what have we got? Uh, we're gonna start with a friend of the show, Colin Ross Wilson. Hello, friends, hope you are really well. Why do you say friend of the show, oh, Colin no. Ross Wilson, <laughs> through gritted teeth? I sensed the anger as you said that. <laughs> I was just reading out the name he called himself. I'm not commenting right, on okay. that. Well, we've, we've already heard what trouble that gets us into, Matt. So let's, 
point. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to work out what pun that is. Friend. Friend. Now go on. Uh, hello friends, I hope you're really well. I meant to send this last week, but I didn't. Please forgive me. However, with the delay, it means I can congratulate Dave for winning the E3 predictions rather than both Dave and the cheater James. Well done, Dave. Cheers, mate. Have you noticed as well, like this is a reoccurring thing. Like James cheats a lot at things. Oh, all the time, Do yeah. Con- constant. It's just all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That PhD. Do you want me to give you another, give you another example? <laughs> no, I'm just yes, saying, please. you're right. I, I cheat when we constantly. Did a quiz, when we did a quiz and you were reading the, the, the answers in the chat, yeah. when we did the quiz and you Googled the answers, rubbish. I mean, there were more quiz. At, right, okay. That's not rubbish, is it? <laughs> it That's is rubbish. Truth. It's just... It, oh, fuck off. Let's go and get with it. checking the spelling. <laughs> James just fell down a well then. Did you hear that? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, to my feedback, during the E3 presentations, uh, your shows made them a lot more entertaining, so thank you for that. You would raid other channels. However, none of the channels knew what your name was or how to say it. Having these people squint their eyes, spell out the name wrongly, then having to ask what that means. By the time it has verified what TCGS code means <laughs> and what it is, the streamers moved on to what they were doing on their streams. This is poor branding. Please change it back. Sick of it. Much love. Appreciate your, your pal comments. <laughs> <laughs> who did we raid? Because I didn't see who we raided. Like, who, did we, who we did a bunch we of people, didn't we? Uh, we? We did a bunch. Well, and did you watch it afterwards? And Were they genuinely going uh, to school? No, no, it happens every time. Every time we like, and thank you, T C T G S C O. I hate it too. Not not a day goes by where I don't like check the other owners of slash TCGS on Twitch or Twitter or Instagram. Are they still? Yeah, no, they're still around. That's the killer, isn't it's, it? It's the if worst TCGS thing ever. Was I'm available. like, well, what can we do? It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, mean, but hang on, I, hang on. I, what difference does that make? Whether it's got the co on the end or not. That's not the bit people seem to have problems with, though. Yeah, no, no, no. It makes a big difference. If you see TCGS, it's like, okay, TCGS, but with the co added on the end, it's just a few too many letters to be able to go TCGS CO. Like, that's not either, is it, really? So, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, um, uh, Matt. Are you even tempted to rebrand again, or is it once enough? What's the deal? I mean, I would, I would, I would love moment? to change or a name so they're matching across every platform in a way that makes sense. Um, and not should a day just, that goes. Oh. Should we just rename the show? Just call it something else. Okay, on, yeah, cool. yeah. What, what should we call it? What should we call it? Yeah, come on. We're come all on, sitting I, there. I, come on, James. I have no idea at the moment. That's a bit I've no, no, idea. no, no, no. You cannot come up with a suggestion like that and have nothing to back it up. So. Peer pressure now says that you have to. <laughs> Peter pressure now says that you have to come up with a name for this podcast, like now. You know, I'm just going to look at something and then just say what I see. I mean, it's, it's exactly. trash can. It's, fine. it's trash can Noodles. radio. There you go. I mean, trash. All right, that's. That. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Trash can radio. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear what you expect a bit. It, like, it'd be all right if we were all from New York. Like, that would work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't really work. Well, we were with... eight and we were naming our first radio station. <laughs> <laughs> what got the trash can radio? No, go on. Let's, have you got any more? Come on, just pick another one. Go on. Um, I don't know. I don't Same know. Like, I can't do this at the moment. I need to think about it. I need, I need a bit. I mean, come on. We, how many weeks did we spend discussing the name of this show? 
like and like four going days. through options. Well, okay, four days. Four days. That was still quite bloody nightmare. Days. It was still quite an intense four days, though, wasn't it? Of like, <laughs> it and everything. was. Yeah, you know, it really was. Uh, anyone else got any suggestions? Sean, you must have one. Uh, to be honest, I was just waiting. I was, I was hoping we could just keep asking James until he's just naming stuff around him. <laughs> so that we just so we end up just know, like, you know, um, I was going to go for desk. Daffodil Deluxe, but um, that's oh the- fuck yeah, Daffodil Deluxe. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, for that, that's yeah. a brilliant name for. <laughs> That's brilliant. Daffodil Deluxe. De- Welcome to the... Uh, the DD podcast. DD podcast. Yeah. yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not the DD podcast. Also, that's definitely taken. What, Daffodil Deluxe? We'll think about it. We'll think yeah, about we'll it. Think maybe about a whole it. new rebranding is is needed. And no, then what do yeah, we do? Do we start from episode 001 again? <laughs> yeah, but, but this time we do so far. 0001. Because we know we're going to get to a thousand episodes. Yeah, yeah, easy. We don't join any of the uh, renamed podcast. It was rename us as a group. That's what the TCGS thing was about. Anyway, it, I still no. think this show's going to be really weird when we're all in our seventies. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and we're just going, oh, no, I can't, I can't do this when we're all effectively like James. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting. Also, in our seventies, subscribed. We're not even going to be able to remember the office quotes. No, <laughs> oh, I, I guarantee I will be. Plus, It'll be the one thing that I can remember. When Richard Bront did that dance, <laughs> <laughs> I do right, not believe it. Uh, I'd, I'd be, I mean, it'd be more weird when one of us dies. All right, we've done this. This is bonus show material. We had a whole <laughs> section on that on the bonus show. Yeah, but we all know what happens when one of us dies. That, We'd already agreed that we were just going to carry on and pretend yeah. like nothing had happened. That's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, I mean, don't spoil it. But yeah, that's exactly what we agreed on. Right, okay, come on, let's next one. Yeah, tcgs.reminders. A few friendly reminders. Dave once shat himself on the Midnight Resistance stream. That's not true. Go on. I mean, it's 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 as true as me cheating on all the stuff. So, you know. Well, 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 well. I mean, on, James, James. But you have literally cheated on all the stuff. I'm so it's, it's as true as as that statement about Dave. It's not though, is I it? I mean, it's not because <laughs> you... the thing is, James. The thing is, is that you cheating. I I was the judge presiding over the trial with regards to you cheating. <laughs> it was rigged. And it was totally it rigged. rigged. It was. Whereas the stuff about Dave shitting himself, I know I made that up. So. That's... <laughs> <laughs> wow i feel honored that you guys have joined me on this i thought you were going to legitimately try and carry on that lie but that's fine james you actually fucking cheated though so let's not try and worm your way out this. Right, okay go on uh next is james still has not breakdanced uh not since what was it 2002 yeah you stopped professionally oh yeah 2002 yeah that was <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> once you got regional champion you were like that's it i've peaked well, exactly <laughs> you're never, like, never gonna reach that assistant to the regional champion so just just stop yeah, the local papers were like yeah. going, why don't you just keep going you, you're amazing and he was like no i don't want to be one of those guys that sort of withers away and has to retire on a down so i've hit my peak now regional champion yeah that's as far as i wanted to go when i set out when I first laid that cardboard down on the pavement, that's as far as I wanted to go, and you jacked it in. And yeah. I respect that, James. Yeah. I respect that. It was the right thing to do. Absolutely the right decision. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was. Next is Matt has likely never played a Sega game. Well, that's literally not true. No, that one's not true. Uh, Dave once claimed to have beaten Banjo-Kazooie 25 times. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Didn't we James disprove that? Won- no, what, yeah. what, what did you want from me there? That's that's the <laughs> truth. I did once claim to uh, some honesty. 
What do you mean? That's that is honest. That's that's what I claim to do. Twenty five times, I completed Banjo Kazooie when I was a kid. Were you like noting these down each time you beat it? So you're like, this sorry, is what? the first one. This I is the was, second oh, one. No, I, I had scratches no, I in I the a, wall, yeah. like a prison I know the cell. Like. Going up in my head. I know, I, like I kept a, a running total. I didn't write it down or anything. So it probably wasn't even twenty five times. But that's oh, what I remember Finally, from the that period. Out. I but this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the argument we had at the time when when this come up on the show, right? I don't see that as an achievement. Like I'm not coming <laughs> to the table and going, "Look how good I am." I'm saying that's how many times I remember completing that game. Like that's the number I had in my head. Whether I did or not, I don't care. Like it's not like I'm going, "No, don't take that away from me, Matt. Don't you ever take that away from me." The twenty-five times. It, like, did, it, did we that's clarify? Not what's going on with me? Did we clarify whether you hundred percented it each twenty-five times as well? Uh, I wouldn't have hundred percented it twenty-five times, but for the majority of the times I would have. Yeah, I did that twenty-four it, times. It was, piss, it was piss easy doing it hundred uh, percent. It once you knew everything where everything was. It's a really straightforward game when you know everything about it. And I knew everything about it, baby. <laughs> uh, James once changed his kid's birthday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I did do that. That is true. Yeah. Matt summoned on Ornstein and Smo. Yeah, he certainly did. Part of the game. So, what's uh, the sure, I, you know, if we're all because it feels like we're backing each other up a little bit here, you know, and right, whatever, but. I also did that on my one run through of Dark Souls. So, Same. like, whatever. I yeah. just didn't crush myself about it like, like <laughs> Matt did. Welcome to my I brain. I watched that the other day. Matt, I watched that the other day. I watched your death and success um, on Steen and Smo video. Oh, no. And um, the, the bit where on Steen and Smo die, you are literally just going, I can't see the point in ever playing this again. This is, this is the worst feeling ever. And I was like... <laughs> Wow, it's like that's part of the game. Mm. That's how you get through it the first time for the majority of people. Let myself down. Uh, no, no, you didn't. You didn't you? Absolutely, didn't. it was didn't. just the yeah. chat giving you abuse. Is all it was, Matt. It's yeah. I know. think that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, people that have completed it like eight times, and you know all that sort of thing. People that completed that game twenty-five times. Yeah, uh, using the dogs, Matt, giving you shit. Yeah, maybe this is the way forward. Instead of attacking each other, we attack the listeners and we come together as a team. Do you reckon? I like this feeling. Yeah, like we all yeah. we okay. all get on Sorry, for man. once and we just tell the listeners to go. <laughs> yeah. for, all the listeners just abuse <laughs> us and we just tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, maybe that's the show. Yeah, maybe that's the show going forward. Okay, we'll consider that. We'll consider it. Go on. Was there finally, any, any others? Um, Sean. Well, Sean is actually a good boy. Oh, is he, has he had any major? Has anything major happened to Sean Not really. on the show? Sean's, Sean's very careful. In five years. Yeah. Um, Have you had a period where, oh, there was the whole thing that nearly blew up but died down about you nominating a 25-hour game after playing it for six hours for a game of the year. That wasn't really, that was just a poor tactical choice. It wasn't a... It was, it was, and you were quick to admit it. And that's where Matt yeah. went wrong with the with the uh, what was it <laughs> Night, Night in, in the Woods, Woods game? Yeah. <laughs> was, he was talking about the ending that he had. It was seen. a very different time back then, and uh, <laughs> it was yeah, it was. Yeah, we've, all, we've all grown. But, I didn't know someone would be checking that stuff. Have you had like a week of like people getting on your back about it? you? Probably haven't, have you? You're the I only one that so, survived no. it. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're gonna. You see need to say some more that. stupid shit, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go on. Okay, Jet Off of Gladiators. CD Project Red are rightly getting criticism for releasing a game that is unplayable on the base model console. This is because we talked about Cyberpunk last week. Uh, they're not the first, though. Back when GTA 5 launched on Xbox 360, it would only play on Elite and S models. I had the base version console, and it had crash errors, which meant I couldn't get through the first mission. It wasn't just me. Rockstar acknowledged it in the FAQs, but never got around to patching it, as far as I can remember. I wonder I, why. I did not know this. Well, I was going to say, yeah, because the, the S and the Elite didn't, didn't have a different spec, did they? No, yeah, but but the Elite and the base didn't have a different spec. It was yeah. exactly the Sorry, same yeah, console. The Elite yeah. just came with like a 20 gig hard drive. No, it's yeah. the... Yeah, and it had HDMI as well. Yeah, it had HDMI. Yeah, that was the only other thing. Oh, so maybe it was the output then that was it must have been a crashing. Yeah, it must have been a, some sort of compatibility issue rather than an, like a spec issue. Do you know what I'm, I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that um, I played that on the 360 though. Like GTA 5. Yeah, but you had an Elite. You didn't have a base 360. Did I? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, there's no way you were buying a base 360. It gives like 300 megabytes worth no, of no, storage. Yeah, the, no, no, because the, Elite, the Elite's different, though. That's the one that came out much later. That was, a, was that the... No, the S was the black one, wasn't it? And the then S was, was the, the black one. The Elite was the, the one S that was came, the black one. The Elite was the one that came thought, out with the HDMI, like, later. Because yeah, the, okay. there was the, there was the premium the one and the regular one when they first came out, and I got the premium yeah. ones, because that was the one with the 20 gig hard drive. Right, okay, so I'm getting Elite and Premium mixed up. Mm. Fucking hell, Xbox. Saw your naming out. It's almost as bad as Nintendo's the new 3DS that this got discontinued not too long ago. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, okay, all right. But um, I believe you. I believe maybe you. Maybe you're right. I, I need to look into that. I'm sure it's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure uh, people will uh, message in to, to let you know if that's not true <laughs> next week. We'll okay. find out. Chris, we're getting with Chris's message. Howdy, lads. Just want to say a quick Howdy. thanks to Sean. What a nice way to say hello in a message. We've never had one of those before, have we? No, it's Howdy, nice. lads. Howdy, lads. Howdy. Just want to say Howdy. a quick thanks to Sean for mentioning the updates to Control the other week. I started it a year ago and got thoroughly frustrated by the boss at the end of Chapter 6, so stops playing. The Invincible Character slash one-shot enemy mode meant I was able to get back to it, get through the boss encounter, and have since gone on to get the Platinum, so thanks. The ashtray maze was a definite highlight that I would have otherwise never seen. Oh, amazing. And yeah, that bit he's talking about is amazing. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Definitely see, one of the moments. Uh, no spoilers, but yeah, so I've reached the ashtray maze once, but it's intentionally, it's not interesting the first time, is it? It's like no. a, yeah, okay. Because yeah, I was, I was like, oh my God, it's that. the bit that everyone talks about. And I was like, no, this can't be it. I'm, I must be missing something. Um, so I sort of looked it up and without spoiling anything yeah i, I found a, a a guide that was like if you've googled this and you found this page because you've got there and you don't know why it's interesting it's fine don't worry about it come back later um, but yeah no that's really cool i'm glad uh glad chris managed to enjoy it and that's it for feedback you can go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs leave us feedback or messages or wherever you want cool abuse um you know anything not abuse. We shouldn't well, joke I mean, about this because people actually will i know they will <laughs> but there's no stopping them regardless is there no true Indeed. Indeed. Right, James, news. Okay, we can do some news. Um, Sony's been on an acquisition. We're going to do some. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do some news. Let's do some news. Like, yeah, we're going to do something that ends up in the news. <laughs> Come on. I thought I had a good opening then, and then you just ruined it again. Um, Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, Sony have been on an acquisition spree uh, over the last week, uh, pretty much. So they've acquired Housemark, um, which is the 13th studio to join PlayStation Studios. And uh, they're going to continue being run by you know their current management team, but with PlayStation Studios external. Do you want to hear what Herman Hurst has to say about it? 
Yes. Yeah, go on. I said Helmenhurst. It's Herman Holst. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> at the top, right? Well, we've got our episode titles. So thanks for having us, Tom. Think about the mayonnaise. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> With a proven track record of creating original games that feature best-in-class gameplay, Housemark is a highly accomplished studio, and we couldn't be more thrilled to officially welcome them to the PlayStation Studios family. I'm going to stop reading these, because they're pointless, aren't they? They always say exactly the same thing. Uh, yeah, I know, but it's quite funny to hear them sometimes, because like, sometimes you're just like, well, shut the fuck up. Well, you're going to like the next <laughs> um, one. The next one's even better. Go on. So also, this company called Nixus has joined as well. They've joined, they've joined the PlayStation Studios Technology, Creative and Services Group, which focuses on technical and development capabilities. And so, do you want to hear from uh, Herman again? What he's got to say? Well, obviously, yeah. I highly respect Nixus and am excited for this very experienced team <laughs> to become part of the world-class development community at SIE. They have a passion for improving games and for delivering the best possible experience for gamers. Nixus will be a strong access uh, asset, sorry, for everyone across PlayStation Studios, helping our teams focus on their most important goal, which is to create unique PlayStation content at the best possible quality. Fuck it's it's okay, awful, right, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, so I mean, nothing, awful. It? Sony are legitimately terrible. They're really those, bad. Those, yeah. those, <laughs> it's like when, at least when Phil Spencer says it, it sounds a little bit sincere. Or is this? Well, it sounds human. Exactly. It sounds yeah. like a human said yeah. it, and not yeah, a yeah, robot. Yeah. We have acquired. I have a lot of respect for them. It's dreadful. It's one of those statements where it's like, imagine them saying anything but that. Like, oh, I don't, I don't respect them all that much. But it's all right. They've got a lot of proof, right? But if they play their cards right, then we'll keep them around and we won't shut them down and take their technology. They've That's promised, the way I'm looking at this acquisition. They've promised the next game won't be shit like all the others were. <laughs> they've told me. They're ready. We've acquired Housemark because we wanted them to make Returnal a little bit easier and they seem to be resistant <laughs> to fucking doing that. So, uh, I mean, just yeah. to check, am I going... Mental, because I thought we talked about how smart getting acquired by Sony quite recently. Was that a rumor? No, that was. Uh, I, I was thinking that because when I heard mm. the news, I was like, "Didn't they acquire them like two months ago?" Yeah. But I don't even think it was a rumor. I think it was someone else right. that they acquired. Yeah. But they were a little. They were. I, I remember them acquiring <laughs> no. someone and everyone going. I thought. I thought they already owned them. There was rumours. <laughs> Who was it, Matt? There were strong rumours of this happening. I think there was a strong rumour. Yeah. I, I remember thinking, yeah. like, you know, for Housemark, like, it's just really good news because, um, you know, as a studio that has not had many, like, big hits, um, this must, must be, like, a huge sigh of relief for them. Yeah, um, stability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fascinated to see how... Um, I mean, Returnal feels expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd say for that game type, knowing, you know, it was going in and aiming for an audience that is a very specific audience, right? It seemed expensive for that sort of game. Because yeah. when, you're, when you're looking for an audience that is that specific, obviously the budget is usually scaled back. And that's why mm. we haven't seen a game like that with that level of polish and, yeah, you know, yeah. visually and stuff like that. Um, I. <laughs> I think it's the right thing to do, obviously, because Housemark are absolutely fantastic and they seem to be floating towards um, uh, Sony's consoles anyway. So it makes total sense. And I do think Sony need to start making some acquisitions because they've they've shut down a few studios recently. Um, and obviously, if they want to maintain this sort of premium price point for their games, then they need to be releasing them 
you know, semi-regularly, more regularly than they are now, which, don't get me wrong, is understandable because it's the start of the uh, the start of the generation. So there is going to be gaps between games. But I, I, I think it's a good sign that Sony want to go out there, but I think they needed to do that anyway, really. Um, this other this other studio, it sounds like they're going to be positioned to be rather than producing games to be jumping from studios to studio and helping tidy things up and stuff. Apparently, so be interesting to see. Yeah, apparently they're connected, particularly with like PC ports and things like that as well. So this is maybe they'll be because you know Sony are more interested in doing that Possibly, now. Yeah, you know it's like uh, yeah, yeah, stuff over. yeah. And and I've got a lot of respect for them. To be quite honest with you, I don't know, I don't know about Sony, but I've got a lot of respect for them. I mean, it's understandable because so, um, they have a passion for improving games and for delivering the best do. possible experience for gamers. So, you know, they it's, do. Uh, it's they good. Do. And I appreciate, as a gamer, I appreciate that. Yeah? yeah? So, win-win. It's pretty bad hearing these quotes in press releases. I mean, like, name any press release, like, the quotes are really exciting, but... Do you remember that E3 when, when Sean yes. Layden did it on stage? It was like, ah, yeah. it's over. It's exactly what I'm thinking of, Matt. It's exactly it. what's going through my head. Yeah. Third when party he partners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're so delighted that our third party partners <laughs> are producing great content for our fans. Shut up. Get off the fucking stage and show the game. This <laughs> <laughs> is just really bad, well, isn't it? Sean Layden. They need to get some better writers for that. So I suppose, like, how do you make it more frothy? That's that's the question, isn't it? We all want a bit of froth with these ridiculous I mean, press releases. I mean, they've got to think. Just think about their audience. Their audience aren't going to what didn't want to hear those kind of like corporate corporate speech. Just well, this is it. This is it. Like a, a lot of people would say that these quotes and stuff that come out around this, well, they're not for us, are they? No, they're, they're for investors. investors and blah blah blah. Yeah, but. You're an investor. You still probably look at that and go, oh, "Fucking hell, mate! Give a chill out." <laughs> you know what I mean? Put on a Hawaiian shirt and say, "Oh, mate, Housemark makes some fucking brilliant games." Yeah, so that's why we bought them because we want to continue them to continue <laughs> making wicked games. You know what I mean? Instead, it's the ones to fight the part the partners into fucking chuck it in the bin. Come on! If Microsoft and Phil Spencer was announcing this, one Phil Spencer would be doing it with a backwards baseball cap, possibly doing like a <laughs> possibly doing like a ollie on a skateboard, smoking a dube. It's like, true, and yeah. also Yo, he'd have all guys. those <laughs> he'd have all stuff in the background as well, you know, to like yeah, people yeah. be looking at, you know, to try and figure yeah. out, you know, what the next move is. And all so just hand yeah. this over to their like characters that they own. That'd be good. Like if Mario came out and announced the acquisition of a uh, of what was it? That, who did they buy recently? The team that made Luigi's Mansion free. <laughs> oh, Hello, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the playing on Luigi's Mansion free. Do you know, Dave, when you said the characters they own, for some reason, I just thought you meant Major Nelson. You know, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Get Major Nelson to come out, and yeah. he's got to, he's got to do it like off the cuff though. They've just yeah. got to li- literally sitting down in a room to say, um, Major, can you come over a second? Yeah, I'll come over. Sit down in that chair. Right, Twitch is on. You're live streaming now. Just announce this and just see what comes out of it. I'll just get him to be like, you know, wear, wear, you, wear your green suit and just come <laughs> down. And... <laughs> he has everything written for him. But they may, may I don't yeah, know, exactly. maybe That's he's... what makes it so interesting. Maybe, like, he's re- he maybe he's read, like, enough, you know, scripted Major Nelson stuff that now he can fully inhabit the character. Either that, right? Either that, or we managed to get all every single gaming studio and developing everyone to agree that 
all announcements get funneled through James Farley. <laughs> and, you know, and you're only allowed to send them through five minutes before we start recording the show. <laughs> How good would that be? That would be good, wouldn't it? Just hearing James struggle, oh, I might have to do that next week. Send you <laughs> an announcement, <laughs> and you have to try and read it out first time. Okay, right, maybe. Oh, my brain's ticking away now. Let's get. Let's go on to the next one. Okay, uh, the next story is that um, indies don't like Sony. Uh, basically, uh, there's been a lot of criticism this week. It started off with it's Neon Doctrine. They're a publisher, right? Is that like they're like an indie game publisher? I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So their co-founder Ian Garner posted a Twitter thread about what he called Platform X, and which he was said he was not going to identify. But then he said the operator of a very successful console and does not have Game Pass. So I think you know everyone figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> everyone figured it out pretty quickly. They were they rhyme with pony. (laughs) (laughs) And their their latest console is fucking massive. And I don't mean like really popular, although it is. I mean it's fucking huge. I think, so, I, oh, and if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, why couldn't it be Nintendo? He specifically mentions, not to jump ahead, but he specifically mentions not being able to control launch discounts. Yeah. Which obviously everyone, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the, the Switch eShop, mm-hmm. like every indie game has a launch discount. So that's that ruled them out. I'll tell you what, yeah. the eShop is a right mess though, isn't it now? It's, like, it's, it's full of shit, isn't it? It is. It's terrible. Like, it's really yeah. terrible. It's like yeah. It's like App Store. Like level bad of like just yeah. the amount of rubbish that's on there. Uh, I'm so assuming when, it's rubbish. When you let's talk about that for a sec. So when you go on the e store on your Switch, James, yeah, like what sec- segments are you going to? Like where, where do you head first? I usually go for new releases, yeah, you know, to see what see right. what there is. Oh, uh, new yeah, so new well, releases is literally though, everything it? that comes out. Right? Yeah, 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 that is completely useless. Yeah, because and there's... then you go to like say what the charts, the top ten. You go to whatever. top ten or discover, I think, is the other one, which is not so bad because then sometimes you get stuff that may be of interest to you. But it's but, like, but is the is the is right? Okay, two questions. The first being the top ten is that just like Mario Kart eight? Mario Odyssey, yes. are they all Animal Crossing. It's mostly things so like that. It's like yeah. kind of pointless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, number two, the discovery thing is that an algorithm or is everyone seeing the same shit in there? I think it's an algorithm, but I'm not sure. I mean, I actually know this is Nintendo, so no, it's not we an algorithm. Test that. It's, I uh, think everyone gets the same yeah. thing. I mean, we can have a look now. I think we should. I Wouldn't think it be weird if they had like a Discover Weekly, it. like they do at, um, See, on that Spotify would be really good. But then, I mean, Steam tries to do that, and it's usually pretty wide of the mark i find um or it's like recommending me things that it's like yeah I'm playing that on game pass mate i'm not oh you can't get that here go here's a link to the epic store <laughs> there's uh, just like is anyone you know when you turn your switch on it has the news stuff yeah is anyone else seeing that horsing around thing no, no. i've not oh played God. on the switch for a long time i've, 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 I've followed everything this, on there but, you know. This might be because of my American account, but literally every time I turn it on, it's literally just a photograph of a horse wearing a little pink Stetson hat. <laughs> and the, and oh, it just, I think I have seen this. Yes, and it just yeah it just says horsing around in just like a really basic font. And yeah, it's just here's a selection of like games with horses in them, <laughs> which includes oh, that's right. Stardew you know, Valley, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, and War Groove. So I don't really. That's odd. No, have they, they got horses in them though? Rob, why wouldn't you put Breath of the Wild number one there? It's Breath of the like, Wild is in there, but what? it's at the bottom of the right, list. Good. Well, mm. it should be at the top because horses are quite essential in that game. Yeah. Do, you know, um, do you know what else? I, I, this is going off the target a bit, right? But do you know what also annoys me with the off Switch? Off the target. 
Go on. Right. You know how if you've got like Nintendo Online or whatever, it's got like, you know, mm. the icons along the bottom. It has like, you know, news, eShop and stuff like that. The one on the far left is the Nintendo Online one. And they always do it so that there's like saying that there's news on there. And you like click oh, yeah, on it, all icon, yeah. and there's nothing, and it takes ages to go through <laughs> it as well because it has to like sign in and everything. You go in there, mm. there's nothing there, but then it comes up nearly every day. And for somebody like me who hates having notifications like unread, it's really yeah. irritating. I find it really oh, yeah. irritating. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. I- I've just um, I've just shared ever. I just posted that picture in our WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. What's that? The horse and around one. Oh, you've been- <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it's great. Let's have a look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah, it's right. around. That's on there. Oh, mate. Can we, are we able to put that as our podcast? No, we shouldn't, should we? No. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, say, doesn't say it's copyrighted. And to be fair, whoever made it clearly didn't spend a huge amount of time <laughs> on it. Maybe that, but then maybe that photograph was specifically commissioned for this. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, they had to chase a horse around and try and get them to put Wear that the hat, hat on. Yeah. That's true. That's not an easy shot to get. No. It that, is not an easy shot. Anyway, they shoot, that is. Do you want to hear a bit more about Platform X? Because you've got to get problems. the horse to trust you first. That's the whole thing. Yeah, you've you got to find the hat. You got, if, I remember, if I remember correctly, you need to jump on its back and then sort of just wave your arms around and just try and stay on it until it chills the fuck out. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, pretty That's much. That's how video games have taught me. Yeah, yeah, just hit the right buttons at the right time, otherwise you fall on your ass and lose the horse. <laughs> so just go, is go anyone on, on the eShop now? Because I'm, I'm looking at the Absolutely Discover not. page. Am I the well, only one? Got, has well, anyone got, else got a Switch near him? I can get no. mine's within. I'll go, I'll go and get mine. You're, you're reading the news. Go on, carry on with the main <laughs> news story. I'll go and get mine. All right. Um, do you want to hear more about Project X? Uh, sorry, Project X Platform X. Then yeah. Yes, please. Yes, okay. yes please. So anyway, so according to Tagana, he says wish lists have no effect. So all your personal marketing means nothing to Platform X. All that matters is their evaluation. How is this evaluation done? I don't know. They don't share that, nor will they share the value they ascribe to my game. And then he also criticised how there was like no clarity on how you're supposed to get like an account manager, which apparently you need this if you're going to submit trailers and stuff. And uh, and the ability to control launch discounts was the other thing that Sean mentioned. And it cost $25,000 minimum to get your game featured on the storefront as well. But then I've heard also that's, that's the same for Nintendo and Microsoft as well, though. They, they also charge mm. $20,000 yeah. to get it on there. But then, so he says, in oh. conclusion, Platform X is super successful and awesome hardware, but their back end and process are straight out of the early um, alts. Uh, Garner said, I have no idea how to succeed on this platform and they won't tell me. Even if I do succeed, they may screw me anyway. And then... A lot of other developers also agreed, saying that other problems were like email inquiries often take months to be replied to, and there's no like analytics not shared with developers either, so nobody really knows how things are performing properly either. And uh, and then I mean Hypnospace Outlaw developer, this is Jay Tholin. Do you want to hear what he said? It's, yeah. I mean he was upfront about it. He said, "Yeah, PlayStation sucks for indie devs. We've sold like <laughs> trash on there compared to other big consoles. Also, we make more sales on itch alone than we do on PlayStation. I'm pretty sure." So yeah, then it sounds like they're not doing a very good job of keeping people no. on board. No, and- well, it's it's clearly it, clearly their focus is not on indie games anymore. No. I mean, it was at the start of the PS4 era briefly. It um, was it was on the PS4, but, yeah, but also but the Vita dropped down pretty quickly, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it felt um, like early PS4 days. It was like it was the place to play indie stuff yeah. apart from Steven, uh, Steven, Steve, Steam and Itch, Steven, of, of <laughs> Steven, <laughs> Steven Itch, apart from Steven Itch. <laughs> I mean, where else can you play any games? PS4. Uh, like, um, I, I think, I think um, well, I, I, there must just not be enough money in it for them. Like, we know that actually having a strong indie scene on your console 
is quite important for us anyway. I mean, for, for gamers like us, it's quite important because you want to be able to have a console underneath your TV that can run the latest indie games because they're good and we well, enjoy them. Especially Whereas now. Because Sony, especially, I guess, they're not after that market. Especially now because there's like these gaps as well between releases all the time. And like, mm. you know, on Switch, I mostly play indie games. I mean, apart from bad Mario, Mario 3D platformers, you know, that's the only other <laughs> games I really play are those. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, you playing yeah. a game is not a mark of quality, though, is it? Rubbish. Let's, let's it, right? <laughs> I've got, I've got the discover. You, but you've just, but now, okay, Discover Weekly, right? Uh, why do I keep calling it that? Hang on, I'm going to get mine. Right, it's I've got me. the Discover section. Wait. He's gone to get his. Has he? He's gone, right, he's gone to get his. I, um, I thought we'd agreed. That, okay. Um, <laughs> right. So, so the first one I've got on there, Game of the Day's Wargroove. Yeah, same. And then to the right of it is Hitman Cloud version. Which is another game of the day. So apparently there's two yep. games of the day. Okay, so maybe it's just the stuff. game of the days. No, I've got different stuff. I just Is this oh, Discover, yeah? Is this the one yeah, you're looking yeah. at? Yeah. I've got Mario Golf. Yep. Then I've got Fuser. Right, okay. Mix the okay, hits. Okay, yeah, so I've got those. But what's your game of the day? Oh, game of the day. What is that? At the top. At the top. Uh, no, that's Mario In Golf. That- Okay, no way. Oh, maybe you unsubscribe to Game in a Day or something then. Oh, hang on, are, <laughs> yeah, we, are, we looking, Mario... are you looking in the eShop or, or in the news? eShop. eShop. Yeah, yeah, it's, does, it's Mario Golf. Weird. And mine's Game, game of the Day, Hitman and, and Wargroove, and then yeah. Mario Golf, Super Rush, Fuser, Tony yeah. Hawk's, Monster yep. Hunter, yep. Doki plus Doki. Dave and I Literature are the, the same type of gamer, apparently. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. So it's not algorithms then, it's just what's no. on there. Yeah, and, uh, and James hasn't loaded properly, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot of anime games on here as well. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a few doing the rounds. Yeah. Yeah. But when I've also got a lot of anime games on mine, James, that you know that it's not catered just for you, <laughs> is it? Uh, okay. well, I mean, right, just, just to illustrate the, the problem with the eShop, so if you go to the recent releases bit, uh, your current three most recent releases are My Little Fruit Juice Booth, yeah. Rubik's Ooh. Roller, and Super Archer. Yeah. Um, and they're all less than a fiver, which is not, you know, not necessarily any sort of mark of quality. But it does just feel oh. like there's a lot of these very, very cheap and very rubbish. Well, these games are all just, that you these sound are all games. Like a snob now. No, but these <laughs> these are all games that are like, you know, when the App Store was first launched on iPhone. It's like that. It feels like it's that market. You know, when it, yeah. you know, when you had to pay for stuff, you know, rather than everything yeah. being free to play. People are just churning stuff out. Mm. Some of the some of the titles of these uh, these games are brilliant though. New York Mysteries, Secrets of the Mafia. That's it. that's got a free demo. If you want to tr- Dra- dragon, try that out, I'm s- Dragon Question. I apologise if I I'm just saw Dragon any, Question. Fucking hell, <laughs> dragon, dragon Question. question. <laughs> dragon Question. Food Truck Arena is another one. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably play that. What's mm. that kicker? What is that? What? Oh, Kickerino World. Kickerino World. Yeah, Kickerino World. Yeah. Will it? Will it? Um. I bet it's got the worst music. Hold on. Should we go on to the news story? Hold on. Nah. That's pretty good, Dave. Yeah. Fair <laughs> play, that is some of the best video game music I think I've ever heard. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I might just buy it just for the soundtrack. Yeah, mate. Can I get the soundtrack on vinyl? 
Uh, right, yeah, sorry, we should continue with the news. Sorry about that tangent. Yeah, so people aren't happy anyway. Uh, PlayStation sucks for indie devs, apparently. So, yeah, it's not very good. No, okay. Just a shame, yeah, like when it felt like at one point they were, this was something they were specifically going out of their way to curate, and, and, and it did, like, it's one of the reasons I stopped using the PS4 as much, and especially now, um, you know, with an Xbox with Game Pass on it, like, if there was still, like, exclusive stuff, like indie stuff coming to the PS4, I would still be turning it on, but there isn't, and I'm not. Well, Sorry. it was it was big on it was big on Vita though, wasn't it as well? Like Vita was like a yeah, big yeah. platform for indie stuff, and then yeah, because when the Switch came out, like got loads, loads of, of games yeah. were coming out. There, everyone's like, "Oh man, you got to get this on Switch. It's amazing." And I remember it was about three or four months into the Switch's life. I like I turned my Vita on. And I was like, "Oh, these are all the games everyone's raving about the Switch versions, and they're all cheaper on Vita. They're all <laughs> yeah. like." But it was just yeah. At that point, everyone had sort of wandered off from the Vita. God love it. Um, Certainly have. It was a great console. Yeah. It's a shame. It was alright. Anyway, um, do you want some more bad Sony news? Yeah, of course. Okay, so the Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut is happening, and it's coming out in August on PS4 and PS5. I mean, what it is is it's got the content from the original release, and then a new chapter, which is on Tsushima's neighbouring island of Iki. And so that's going to have like new characters, environments, and you know stories and all that kind of stuff. That's great. But the thing is, is that it's all going to cost like a whole bunch of more money, uh, which is kind of rubbish. And uh, mm. like even if you if you have like the PS, which is the PS4 version, then you basically have to spend it's like thirty dollars um, so that you get like to upgrade it to like the PS5 20. version. No, twenty. It's twenty nine. No, oh, it says here it will cost. Oh, is it really? It was, oh, so it's, well, yeah, because there's two I, you know, fees, isn't there? There's yeah. one fee to I get the new. I apologise for that. I got that that price from um, Player One podcast just before we started recording. <laughs> First mistake. Uh, they announced the twenty dollars. Uh. So yeah, yeah, I've learned my lesson. Because isn't yeah? So it's basically it's yeah. So it's a tenner for the upgrade and twenty for the new content, or thirty for both. Yeah. It's, well, maybe that's what they it's, said. It's, which, it's, which is <laughs> shit because because like. Um, because, you know, I, I could see the argument if people were saying, ah, yeah, but they've added loads of stuff. Obviously, there's work involved in doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. Um, but to then also add an extra fee just for the next-gen upgrade, uh, I don't know. Well, the next-gen like, upgrade, is it, is it, for the actual, if I was to buy it for the PS5, is yeah. it going to be released at 70 uh, Yes. Uh, well, $70, yeah. So, okay. James, mm-hmm. um, do you want to know what it's got? Read it from the bit where it says while, because it, then it's... It's all just, it sounds so needlessly complicated. It isn't, but. All right, because I've got to open the story now, Matt, which is. Oh, okay, no, don't it's, worry about it. it. But obviously, I mean... there's numerous different upgrades and all sorts of stuff. It's just. Um... Well, no, it's. it's Okay, so what it's got. <laughs> no, because when I do this, I cut bits out of it. I don't just read the story. I, I cut the bits that I think are yeah. necessary. Okay, okay don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going to. So the PS5 version has got haptic feedback and adaptive triggers and that kind of stuff, 3D audio, improved load times, 4K resolution. Frame rates targeting 60 frames per second, lip sync, and all that kind of stuff. But so, what it is, is it's $20 if you want to upgrade from the original version to the director's cut on PS4, or or $29 if you want to do it from the PS4 version to the PS5 version. But you can also purchase the PS4 director's cut and then later upgrade it to the PS5 version for a further $10. So, it's like basically it's $30 if Brilliant. you want to do it. Um, yeah. It's like at least if you're going <laughs> to. Like if it's okay, so twenty dollars for the director's cut and then a tenner for the gen, you know generational upgrade. At least make it twenty five for both. Yeah. At least like <laughs> you know incorporate some sort of saving there. But I, I don't so know. if I've got the PS4 disc, yeah, and yeah. I put it in the PS5, mm-hmm. I can upgrade it for thirty dollars and continue to use the PS4 disc. 
No, you, you can upgrade it you to the PS5 version, or you can upgrade yeah. it to the PS4 version director's cut. Or both. Right. But if I want to upgrade it to the PS5 version, I'm playing the PS5... From then on, mm-hmm. I'm playing the PS5 version by inserting the PS4 disc. Presumably, yeah, and, but it's downloading the, the PS5 Pres- version. We can't presume this stuff. Well, how else would it be? It's yeah, not- yeah, I was going to say, because on the one hand, I was going to say, ah, but there's a precedent for this, isn't because there? Because it's but Sony. There isn't, really, because yeah, everyone's just sort of doing whatever yeah. they want, as far as I can tell. Sony are a renegade with this stuff, James. You know how, it. how did it work like, with, with Miles Morales? Because that was the same, wasn't it? Like it was weird. Because wasn't that, that you pay once to upgrade and then you just have a digital copy? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So maybe that's that, that's what it was. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe this is the same, but we don't know. You no would think way. with them both both being, you know, not first party, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Uh, you would think that would still be the case, but then as you say, like, oh, wow. yeah, I wouldn't because that was... wouldn't count on it. So because they're still because even you if reckon... you do that, you're they're still getting thirty quid off you. Like you know, if, even if yeah. you like pass the disc on to somebody, oh, maybe maybe, yeah. maybe they could actually because that I assume because that's different because that was you buying the standalone DLC then upgrading is like going back to upgrade for the um, full Spider-Man game. Mm. So with this one, they're not selling the DLC standalone on disc, are they? That's no. true. Yeah, just as the director's yeah. cut. Yeah. So that's the difference. So maybe they will do it that way. Yeah. It's, I mean, just, the other it's messed weird, up, though, the isn't other it? The whole thing really is. The other weird thing about this is that I remember when the PS5 came out, everyone was going, holy shit, put your PS4 copy of Ghost of Tsushima in because it looks and runs incredible on the PS5. Yeah. <laughs> there was already yeah. a, a step up there. And the loading times were already amazing on the PS4, never mind the PS5. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Bit bit shitty this. I thought. We'll see. I'd like to see. I'd like to play. I'd like to play the new stuff because I really enjoyed the game. But I'm not paying mm. thirty quid to do so. I just. Um. I I, yeah. I mean, smart delivery. It's a good idea, man. It the is. games that use it are fucking brilliant at that. So I, you realise now, and it's again. I say this every time. It's only going to worry you. You don't got to worry about this for about three years, two or three years. But that two that transition. Just fills you with so much more comfort confidence when you're buying a game on the Xbox. But then on PlayStation, there's two to three years of of uh, paying twenty or thirty quid for the PS5 version of God of War or or whatever. I mean, I I know the Last of Us Two update was free, which is nice, but. But there's also, there's, there's also, there's also when I say you don't get this stuff when you buy games on Xbox, but. Of course, there, 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 there are, are exceptions. No, well, yeah. Xbox games to buy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's also Xbox the other the thing moment. that Sony have messed up with this as well, which is, I mean, I know that you're getting this stuff. I mean, you're not getting this stuff for free because you're paying for PlayStation Plus. But there's all that stuff whereby, like, if you get Final Fantasy VII, like for example, on PlayStation Plus, then you don't get the upgrade or whatever on it because you've got the PlayStation Plus version and not like a retail copy or whatever. Yeah. And I get that that's like, oh, you know, this is like a freebie game or whatever. But it's not, is it? You're playing for PlayStation Plus as well, and it just confuses. Yeah, Things. Fuck all for it. And then meanwhile, if you look uh, at something like um, like Descenders, which, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of, but I know Matt really loved it. Like, they just put out, oh, yeah. uh, you know, enhanced series SNX version of that, and it applies to the Game Pass version, and it's free. And fuck it, why not? Like, like that. <laughs> that's an example of a game where, you know, they've talked, you know, openly before about the fact that, like, it being on Game Pass has been great for them. Um, and now they're just, yeah, doing this upgrade for free as well. And it's like, yeah, that that is just a way you can operate if you want to. Um, like the buzz that it creates just doing a free update, it's like seems to be sufficient enough um, in, in some cases. So yeah, so then you, you look at examples like this, it just seems really scummy by comparison. It just feels mean, yep. doesn't it? 
It's just, I don't know. To seem very Nintendo, if anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Nintendo years. They probably have learned from Nintendo. They're like, well, Nintendo do this, pull their mind, and enough people will do this and not kick up a fuss, so might as well. And well, they'll they, keep doing this until people said, well, hang on. They probably look at it as being like the pe- the percentage of people that kick up a fuss is nothing compared with how many people we exactly. have that actually own these machines. So who cares? You know, yeah. And, again, and, and it's, people, the, it's the old cash versus goodwill balance isn't it and ultimately sony aren't too fussed about goodwill at the moment because they're still on top as we've yeah. been saying for a while on you know various stories that have come out about things they've decided to do or not do they're just not as worried about upsetting people and this is what is really annoying isn't it because sony hubris i would say is worse than microsoft hubris in the sense that it's like you get they they do really horrible stuff like this when microsoft are on top you get stuff like connect which is funny yeah because at least like the stupid things microsoft did when they were on top was at least like they were they were wrong but someone definitely thought this was a cool and good idea yeah whereas sony being on top feels a bit more like it doesn't really matter (laughs) if people don't like it fuck them suck up the cash (laughs) from their wallets And I mean, uh, Nintendo just sort of does both, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people are desperate for they games do. on the PS5, so they're like, you know, it, it's even yeah. less likely that people will, will moan and kick off. And, mm. You know, I, I don't bemoan them charging money for a director's cut. That's obviously totally legit. They've they've created new stuff, that's fine. It's just already upgrade this and yeah. 20 quid that and another 10 on top if you want the PS5 version. It's like, come on, mate. But I do get you know, it, you know. I'm just thinking, like, who, which of the three is the worst when it comes to the hubris, like, the funniest? And I think it's probably Nintendo, though. Because Nintendo, we had Wii Music. You know, like, at the, <laughs> we had stuff like that going on. It was amazing. I, I, I like to think of that as just a very strange period in their lifetime. Because they never went that far off the rails before. But I think they got carried away with the success yeah, of the Wii. it was all funny. It was and, like, anything will sell on yeah, this thing. Yeah, that's where they lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird, weird period for Nintendo. I don't know if we'll be back there again. Yeah. Okay, uh, next story is that Xbox and Kojima apparently are in talks for a publishing deal. And this sorry, is sorry, James, just before you carry on, uh, N- uh, Dave, they will, Nintendo will definitely have another period like that. That's, they'll have like successful console, and then they'll go to the head, start less. It will, it will happen again, of course. I, I can't see them go never. Go on, why do you say that? I can't see them just forgetting that mad stuff which they've done in the past See, there will be I mean, periods I feel where like they have definitely have success with one thing and they're like let's lean to a little <laughs> but bit but that further. stuff that's i know i'm not so sure because they've only really done that once right no 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 matt i mean look i, I agree with matt on this because no, no, that that is why i'm um, we come up with the ring fit plus because that's the kind of thing that like they do when they're on like yeah, but the, yeah, but they yeah, didn't. But, but, we made that up that wasn't real <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly but it was believable yeah. it, it was but it was For believable then, i thought yeah but but the, but, <laughs> but it didn't happen though, James. <laughs> yes, but exactly. That's my point though. It was believable because Nintendo are they get very hubristic with this stuff, and that I was don't that think was a that counts considering it wasn't no, actually real know, though, James. I'm, I'm sure, no, no, I'm with you there. You could say that's why that's why Ring Fit Plus was believable, but it didn't happen though, James. I don't exactly, <laughs> but you believed it. it. <laughs> if well, yeah, you... they do weird stuff, but I can't see them like well, right. Okay, let me put this. Let me make this clear. Nintendo have been around for a long time, right? The Wii come out, it was a monumental success. It was huge, right? It was like, it was one of those cultural phenomenons. So, you know, when they break through to mainstream yeah. and it, it, it sold ridiculous amount of units, right? Um, but then they continued to go after that market. They continued to. And then it took them a long time to realize, oh, it was a fad. It's not. 
us breaking through to the mainstream and staying there, it was a fad. It was loom bands. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and and then they scaled it back, certainly for the Switch. They tried to a little bit, but tried to cling on a little bit with the Wii U. But with the Switch, they did scale it back and say, let's focus on gaming, right? And that's what they did. I can't see them going off on a tangent like that again. I genuinely can't. Whereas I can see Microsoft releasing HoloLens in a similar fashion to Connect, <laughs> And we're already seeing a second run of Sony reaching the top and taking the piss. You know what I mean? I, I, I can see that returning. I can't see Nintendo falling down that, that hole again. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, who knows? Who knows well, what the future when, holds? When we eh? see the next vitality sensor, you know, we'll, we'll know. You know, that's what's, that's what's going on. <laughs> so I, Still I feel my like where we're at, thing they did. I feel like where we're at with Nintendo now is this is the phase where they would be releasing all that stupid stuff, but they've just gone, well, let's just not release anything. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, well, what we'll yeah. do is we'll take out all the stuff that was like quite embarrassing last time, and then someone's gone, yeah, but that means we'll only have about two games a year. And they've gone, yeah, fine. They're like, it's, they're they've like, it's fine. Have you they've seen... made attempts at that, though. You look, you look at Labo, they've made attempts at that, but they seem to be very mm. much more scaled back sort of testing ideas rather yeah. than this is our direction now. Yeah. Like yeah, if, yeah. if all they bought out was Labo like this year, then you would go, yeah, Nintendo are going down that path again, aren't they? <laughs> but, but, um, they seem to have dropped the whole idea of Labo. Oh, really, they're, they're probably just looking and just saying, look look how many games we've got on the eShop. We don't need to do anything. I mean, look, we've got a promo here with a horse with a hat on. It's like it's, everything's fine. <laughs> no, no, you're doing our James, best. The reason, right, is because they're like, well, we don't need to... Don't do anything else. We're selling Amiibo for 30 quid that unlocks something in-game. That's true. (laughs) Definitely should be in-game by default. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, just Just quickly on on Labo. Like, it's fucking hard to get hold of now, did you know? Is it really? Well, yeah, because I... um, uh, (laughs) 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 Um... Well, yeah, because I got it out again the other day, and I was now at a point where I can like make Labo stuff with him without him, him trashing it immediately. It takes him about an hour or so, and then he trashes it. Um, and yeah, so I was like, oh fuck it! Like he'd love the the vehicle one, and like not only can you not find it anywhere, but like it was like twenty five quid everywhere before it disappeared. <laughs> so I'm yeah, just like, it was, fuck's yeah, it was, sake! So I really wish I'd just picked that up just when it was cheap, and then just stored it um, for a couple of years, but. Hey home. I think you can get like you know that obviously there are people that will do the cardboard like you know copies of it because yeah not, yeah not like, that hard yeah. to copy. <laughs> yeah, is um, that what we're gonna see? We're gonna see some like bootleg labo. Um, yeah, bootleg <laughs> bootleg labo. <laughs> uh, no, you got. I can get the robot one delivered for thirty eight pounds by Wednesday, and the vehicle one delivered by Tuesday. Um, How much though? For forty three pounds. Where's that from? Quite pricey, isn't it? Mm. A- A- Amazon.com. Have you heard Amazon. of Amazon.com. Yeah. Oh, let me write that uh, down. Dave, Hang on. Are you looking at Labo or Libo? <laughs> <laughs> Lobo. There's a lot of Libo going around right now. Yeah, you have to wait a week for it, but it does come uh, free. Delivery by Prime. Well, Maybe they're just making them to order now. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Oh, someone get the printer just... out. I'll get the crap knife. Yeah, there's we'll one just... person sitting next to the printer <laughs> loading up the PDF and hitting print. Going, oh, I've done it the A0 size. Fuck. <laughs> oh, it's already going now. We'll just put that straight in the bin. <laughs> the, the variety pack is £73 at the moment on there. I mean, it's not worth Ooh, that, is it? But there's only three left in stock, though, Sean. There you go. Get a move on, boy. No, I've got, that's the one I've got. I've, I've, I've exhausted right, that okay. now. I exhausted that the day I bought it. I <laughs> <laughs> I've got the robot right, kit, cool. but Isaac's too young for it. 
We're supposed to be talking about Kojima and Sorry, Xbox yes. working together. Yeah, yes, so yeah. anyway, there's been talks between Xbox and Hideo Kojima. Um, VentureBeat has said that they're exploring these possibilities that are provided by Microsoft Cloud Technology. Um, and what they've done is they produced a letter of intent to work together, but there's no contract yet, obviously. Um, <laughs> Love to see that letter. Yeah. Hello, this place promise. says, we're going to work together. Promise, yeah. I will. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Prom- going to happen. You're great. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> the last last week we talked about it was Kim Swift being hired. I owe you one game, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> he sent that to <laughs> Phil Spencer. <laughs> Got put in his little jar. Go on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, James. Just that thought chuckled me. Go on. Okay. Uh, so Kim Swift you was hired. That thought chuckled you. I did. Yeah. What was <laughs> that? that? Thought chuckled me. Made me. It made me chuckle. That's wow. what I was going for. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's one. I'm there in my head at the moment. Go on. It's been a really weird few weeks, Matt. <laughs> I'm gonna lie to you. Go on. No, that, that kind of reminds me of the time I was in camp in year six, and um, <laughs> we're all allowed to ring out. All allowed to ring our parents. Everyone queued outside like the phone box, and uh, uh, you know, my my parents probably said, oh, "What if you have for dinner?" And I said, "Oh, for supper, I had." And everyone laughed outside. Yeah, the, and I was like, "I've oh, never said been the word supper people. in my life." <laughs> and then you know after that I was you know bullied a lot so. you were the supper kid yeah, you supper was, boy oh supper boy supper boy supper boy god and and on this podcast from now on as well well wow, that's yep. followed you around for a long time oh uh, supper boy <laughs> god so this is the third time I've said this now. Um, last week, we talked about Kim Swift being hired um, because of her experience yes. with cloud gaming, and apparently mm. that's part of this. It's to do with uh, Kojima and whatever cloud technology they're going to use. And Look, If they're going to fuck around with new technology, let's see what Kojima can do with it. I'm all game for that. Like, you know, I'm not Kojima's biggest fans, fan, really. You know, I've liked a few of his games or whatever, but I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't get super pumped when he announces a new game. Um, however, I would like to see sort of weird shit that you can do with new technology for sure. Mm. Even though this technology has technically been around since the launch of the Xbox One, apparently, um, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how he brings in this cloud stuff. Crackdown Four. I'm you know, kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I, I do get ridiculously excited when he announces a new game, and I, I, it kind of blows my mind that people don't get excited when he announces a new game. Because I mean, say what you want about him, he, he you know he does some. He does some mad out there stuff, and I, I, I've said countless times in the past. I think we're truly lucky to have such a visionary in the industry because, like it or, or, or don't like him, he's he, he, you know, he's done some crazy, crazy experiences out there. And, you know, Metal yeah, Gear, but that doesn't mean that's to me. That's not what I value. You know, I value I value visionary things, but when you look at the visionary stuff he's done, it's well, what, 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 like, what would you put in that category for him? He's... I would say reading your memory cards. Okay, that was mm. cool. That was cool. I ain't going to belittle that. That was cool for the time. But, you know, his past few games, what's the visionary stuff that he's done? He's had a, be- he's had a better hit rate than Peter Molyneux. I for mean, sure. That's a, that's a low bar. Well, but, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, case closed. Uh, yeah, that's the end of conversation. Yeah, done. <laughs> that's not exactly top of, the, uh, top of the... Don't put him top of the league, does it? I just think, yeah, he does some very special stuff. That You know, I think when I hear about Kojima game, I'm instantly more excited because I know there'd be a more, bit more thought and stuff into it. Fucking hell, why is my phone all out? I was probably LED playing on the game. Um, yes, anyway, but 
unlike you, Dave, I was kind of less excited about this. What I was when I read it, thought, oh, wow, okay, it's Kojima on Xbox. This is exciting. But when they said about the cloud stuff, I'm like, what? I don't. Why? Because I don't want the oh Kojima's coming to Xbox. Fantastic. What's this going to be? Oh, he's just basically doing like a little kind of thing that like showcases cloud technology. Yeah. I, I kind of no, made me I think. I don't know if it's uh, necessarily that, is it? Well, no, no, and we don't know anything at the moment. It's just obviously incredibly early, early days, and maybe the cloud stuff's just one part of whatever he's trying to build or wants to build. But I kind of read that. I was like, "Oh, he's here! Kojima's here to to do a to do a cloud thing." Um, but yeah, but no. But am I am I am I not right in thinking that the best use of cloud technology in the sense of working with Xbox and and Microsoft? has been what they did with Microsoft Flight Simulator. Because that, that pulls from cloud technology to generate the world, right? It does, yeah, and bringing weather systems and all sorts. And it's incredibly and impressive technology. that is fucking nuts. So if he can incorporate something similar into a more, you know, traditional video game, that could be brilliant. Like, I'm not expecting, you know, oh, it's raining outside, oh, it's raining in the game as well, who cares? But, like... That's the point of bringing someone like him in, that he'll have an idea that I would have never thought of. Yeah. So, and, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it's cool he's going to be there, but when I read that, I was like, just the cloud, the cloud, the cloud stuff kind of made me think, oh, okay, fine. It's not like, it's not like we've, we've got a new Kojima exclusive. I'm like, okay, here we go. This is exciting. But who knows? Um, I, know, I think I know you're what right you mean, in that exciting technology with, with someone I think is a visionary. That's exciting seeing somebody hopefully will truly try and push things even further with just new emerging I guess, technology. I guess the question I've got for you then, Matt, do you see cloud gaming as a uh, law of the cloud te- technology that they've spoken about? Do you see that as a gimmick? Um, no, I mean, it's probably undoubtedly the future, but right now I'm like, well, because I can't really see how that's truly going to link in and create new incredible gameplay experiences. I'm sure it will, and obviously I've got a tiny, tiny brain. Um, but when I read that, it's it's... It just made me think, oh, someone's here to just do a motion, like a waggle game. I know it's not the same, but <laughs> I kind of read that and thought, oh, okay, fine. But I, I'm, I'm still excited for what it is, but I read but that wait, a little if bit he's, If he's the, he's the guy that you like see him as, then surely he would not be doing just a waggle game on, <laughs> on this thing, you know no, what I mean? I, I'm sure he isn't, but th- that was what I heard when I first read that news. I was like, okay, fine cloud okay we'll see um i'm very interested to see what it is can we briefly talk about the petition oh who cares (laughs) what's the petition uh (laughs) just people kicking off that he's doing an xbox game i'll tell you what though i'll tell you what's interesting about though is in it's in our school so it says that kojima admitted that he'd recently had a major project cancelled and he says i'm pretty pissed but that's the games industry for you maybe that was something that he was doing with playstation and then they just cancelled it (laughs) and he was just like i'm off in that case we don't know. Just Possibly. Um, anyway, uh, Konami... <laughs> Again, I'd love to hear that on the BBC News. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. Anyway, <laughs> next story. <laughs> God. So Konami have done a deal uh, with Bloober Team um, to work in partnership and you know to develop stuff. And the, the agreement it says, the agreement allows Bloober to produce games from existing and new IPs, which Konami owns, including uh, Silent Hill. And it apparently a new football game. It took yeah. It, it turned out <laughs> that back in 2018, until Dawn's you know uh, supermassive games was actually made a pitch for a new Silent Hill game, but it was unsuccessful. 
and that became the Dark Pictures anthology. So I think Konami dodged a bullet there. Um, it was something they, they <laughs> did. Like, I mean, you say that. How many truly great games have Bloober Team made? Well, exactly. This is what I was going to say because this is. Yeah. I mean, I saw this and I just feel, you know, I'm happy to see Silent Hill return. And obviously, we can wait and see how the game is. But Bloober's track record doesn't really inspire me with no. confidence at all. Because so, what have they done? Well, the oh, well, most recent the games. Yeah, I played the Medium and Blair Witch. I I played and started, but it was so boring. And Blue, that was called the Medium, was also not very interesting either. They're not. Did in, the story tra- completely shit the bed as well? It yeah, was quite. It had some yeah. serious issues, really. I think you could yeah. say uh, with um yeah with with some things they probably should have thought about more before they started exploring ideas. Mm. I, but, I always really like the idea of Observer, the one where you it's like a cyberpunk thing where you're a detective who's like uh, hacking into people's brains to find stuff out. Um, oh yeah, Observation, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, But yeah, I mean, I, I gather in, in the execution it also isn't brilliant. It's like a, a better idea than it is a actual game, you know. So, mm, yeah. So you'd, choice. you'd hope, wouldn't you, that maybe like Konami are going to help them? But I don't think anyone at Konami makes games anymore. So <laughs> it's say, yeah. probably not going <laughs> to yeah. help. It's so. Uh, yeah. yeah. I bet there'll be there'll be some people at Konami who just like move over to Bluebird because they still want to make games. I'm I'm sure this will have some of the DNA of mm. some of the original team. You know what they could do? Maybe they'll release a, a test called like New Horror Game or something. You know, that'll be the uh, <laughs> thing. yeah, which will definitely be representative of the yeah. final game. What? what listen, what? Why are we assuming that this is Silent Hill? Because it's the natural fit, isn't it? It's the it's the natural fit. Because Bluebird Team have worked mostly on horror games, and this is yeah. So yeah. Konami makes Silent okay. Hill, but still, <laughs> it's not guaranteed. But joining the dots, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, fine. Oh, the other thing cool. that there was was going back to new football game. There's apparently rumours that it's going to be free to play. Um, yeah, oh, Which, brilliant. That could be great. But yeah. Or to buy in those boots. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, last story is that Grand Theft Auto 4 could still be four years away, uh, apparently. GTA 4? Yeah. Sorry, 6. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> I that. Did, I, did, I, did I say GTA 4 was four, six yeah. years away? Oh. Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 uh, like these are rumours, but they have been reported by very, from various different sources. Um and a lot of people within the industry saying that's what I heard. Uh, so, but, I mean, we've been know, here before, the, haven't we? <laughs> we have, right? Okay, and um, I, I, you know, I'm thinking now that James should structure the news in a different way. And this is only a suggestion; it's your part of the show, James. But I'm thinking that maybe you do the news, right, all serious, like, and then you have like a frothy. Oh, I'm loving that word this week. <laughs> you have like a nice. <laughs> rumour section at the end of like where your wacky James comes out with his rumours and then we talk about them what do you reckon no I don't want to say a section where specifically we all just sat like the only reaction we can possibly have is like oh okay that exactly well, yeah, we can't really comment on that that's the problem gives us a, if we put it in that section we can like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go into it a little bit more and it doesn't right, sound like we're this, re- you're responding just, to news you're just setting me up for something here Dave because if whenever I've done anything like that no, not. You know, whenever I've done anything like that to do with rumours you rip into me and say where is this from yeah. this is nonsense you're like you know why are you even yeah. including this and I don't want it yes. if I did it in a section it would be the same you'd still also no, say this is rubbish it wouldn't be in the news would it it would be this yeah, is it wouldn't, wouldn't be mixed James's in with rumor the, hour the fantasy zone yeah the fantasy zone yeah the fantasy zone right, do you want me to do James's fantasy <laughs> zone next week yes hey, please James <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a whole other podcast zone. to be honest but 
It really does. Maybe that's what we call the podcast from now on. James no, 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 fantasy no. Zone. Fantasy Zone. It's, it's great. <laughs> the FFZ. Yeah. <laughs> Two GTAs. I'm just watching. That sounds like some sort of right wing um, group, yeah, it does. doesn't it? FFZ. Plus also, if we, it. Like if we start raiding people on Twitch, and be like, oh, we've been raided by Farley's Fantasy Zone. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that is definitely <laughs> some sort of... What stream yeah, was that These are sex people. Um, I don't know, man. Okay, so maybe we'll talk about that in the week. Farley's fantasy zone. I might have to do that because it does sound funny. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that separates it from the news, so I can't get angry about it anymore because it's it's not real. But anyway, all these rumours were coming out, and um, all I'll say is that when you read this stuff, you take it all with a pinch of salt. But everything that was um, the comments coming out about it all seemed very legitimate. Like. Why would we, why would uh, Rockstar release a new GTA now when GTA Five is still making money? But also, there needs to be more um, uh, consoles on the market before they release on a new generation. That makes total sense. Mm. Um, it makes sense for them to release towards the end of a generation more than uh, at the start of it. Get as many consoles out there first, then release a game full price and bang, they'll 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 make tons out of it. You know, uh, and then I mean, um, a year or two later, they can release a next gen version. I was going to exactly. say, because who knows how long exactly. the generation is at this point, because it's, yeah, exactly. it's all up in the air now, hasn't um, it, for a while? Yeah, the, yeah, that's the only thing that could get messy when they start releasing those sort of halfway, you know, the PS5.5 mm. or whatever. Um, that's when it could get a little bit messy. But but the stuff they were saying about it being the most interesting thing, read the stuff about the map, James. Yeah, so apparently the map's going to be quite sort of small in size, but then they're going to expand it over time, like kind of Fortnite style, as in like there mm. could be more stuff added and stuff removed and stuff like that later. Like the that locations will change and expand, which is quite interesting. Which is weird. Which, which because it is, like, it's weird. It's weird oh. for an. If you think of GTA as a single player campaign game, mm. right? That's where it's weird. However, obviously, their focus is going to be on online gaming. Now, I don't think they can drop uh, single-player experience. I, don't, I just don't. Hmm. However, what if they were to bring out a, a single-player and online game that where the single-player is, say, five hours long, then you've got the online stuff, but then when they expand the map, there's a further five hours of single-player content and, right, yeah, like another episode. You know, they expanded the, yeah. the online stuff, and they expanded that way. And to me, that's the sort of shit that totally falls in line with Rockstar. For mm-hmm. me, personally, I think that makes total sense for me to them, for them to go down that route. So I can't see that happening. Why not? The, because they've always focused on creating really fantastic single-player games. The online's been there, and that's a massive part of it as well now. But the single players, yeah, just, exactly. that's what they do. It's changed now. Yeah, the, it's the multiplayer now. is much bigger now, I think, than the single player for GTA, for, for them, in terms of money. Like, that's what I mean. Well, yeah, and because the other surely thing that, this is... Sorry, go on, Do. The other thing they said is that it's going to be set in the modern day. So although it's set in Vice City, and again, this is all going off of rumours, so this might not be true, but it, it, setting it in Vice City, now everyone thinks of, well, the 80s, right? Mm. But... Now they're talking about setting it modern day because it's driven by the online stuff. Because if you set it in the eighties, you kind of alienate an audience. Mm. You know, the cars and guns are not going to be uh, what they are in the current GTA Online game. Can't have um, smartphones in it. Can't have those Bullshit, smartphones mate. at all. How are the kids going to um, get on Facebook? So, can't do it. Uh, 
Fuck knows. Uh, news alert, Sean. No kids are going on Facebook. I know. I was, I was, I was joking. Also, they're not going to get the jokes about raping, <laughs> are they? <laughs> um, I would. I would just say that that excites me a lot. Actually, if if we were to, if I was to buy a new GTA game that had like a four to five hour single player experience that then was almost episodic, you know what I mean? Then I think you're going to make a lot of people happy. Mm. I really do. I, I I mean, I could play many games like that where I'm not sitting there playing 20 hours of a single player like we, over the space of like two or three weeks. I'm actually playing five hours and then like a month later, everyone's getting excited about the next chapter of this, this single player experience. I think, you mm. know, there's been positives and negatives around episodic gaming um, and we've experienced them firsthand, especially when trying to cover them on the show or whatever. Yeah. But thinking about it now, man, that's pretty exciting. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It's exciting, yeah. but it feels like such a fundamental change of how they've done these games since since, since day one. And and I'm not but saying the they don't make changed. a change because change happens. Um and yeah, you know, people have to evolve and whatnot. Um so I get that. But it just you know, every trailer has been about the story and the narrative focus of the game. Even a few weeks or months ago, we were like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing for the next one to be serious and, you know, uh, lead on, carry on from some yeah. of the amazing storytelling they did in Red Dead Redemption 2. Wouldn't it be amazing for GTA to do more of that and then have like a, a mad GTA Online as a separate download? Maybe it's free to play, who knows? But um, I, and, and I do like your idea, but it just feels completely Thanks, different man. to what they have done in the past <laughs> i mean i guess I the, know. The, the, it's, <laughs> it's weird as well because you've always banged on in the past about how you hope rockstar continue just doing what they're doing <laughs> so you know that's always don't change a, a thing don't change every thing, so. argument that you've you've had about their game well, so it's not not quite the same as going epi- episodic to changing i mean the okay, structure, okay, okay. which i do the counterpoint to uh, you know that is well statistically they know for a fact that most people don't anywhere near finish an average rockstar campaign whereas they do know people put hundreds and thousands of hours into the online stuff that's true yep so in in terms of what people are actually going to see and get the most out of like it it makes some sense from that that um you know perspective as well i think they'll have a higher completion rate yeah if they do it like that yeah um but I, i do see matt's point that like yeah, like it's certainly a shame to lose, like you know, like that experience that we've enjoyed from GTA in the past. But also, I can't necessarily fault them for for doing this. I mean, like presumably, like I mean, it's not hard to imagine that this is why we didn't get any proper story DLC for GTA Five, right? Because the, the online stuff took off the way it did. Like, it, yes, someone made the decision that it made no sense to do like a, an yeah. expansion for GTA Five. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's assuming that same thought process is going into the new game, I think Dave could be right. Yeah, you know, I've my, always got my, tremendously excited about a new GTA. So, sorry, James, you're saying? I was going to say my biggest fear with this is that it becomes mostly like an online game, and like any single player is basically just a tutorial for that online game, and that that's yeah. that's what it becomes. I think there's too big of their audience that that would that would not like that. Yeah. As as much as the money is being made on the online side of things. You cannot underestimate how many people buy that to play the single-player game. You remember it didn't launch with online, and it mm. still sold millions That's of true. copies yeah. at full retail price. Yeah. So turning their back on that audience would be the wrong way to go about things. If they're bringing out a GTA 6, it has to have a single-player experience, I think. Whether they try and merge it together, like, mm. say, 
Forza Horizon tried to do. Um, I, I'm still not, you know, there's still that line between online and offline modes in Forza, but they were trying to brill push those worlds together a little bit more. Whether it tries to do something like that or not, I don't know. Or a bit more like a, like a little not. bit like a like a division, like a live service esque game where you can play division and other other games like it uh, on your own. But then I think you it's can kind story of story players though. to bring in other people yeah. to multiplayer stuff. Possibly, uh, I I I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think turning your back on a single-player audience that is definitely going to go out and pay 60 to £70 pound for your new game mm. is the wrong way of going, about, of going about things. Um, As 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 much of a smaller percentage of their income that, that makes up, it's still a fucking shitlot of money <laughs> Like they're going to make out of it. So, uh, yeah. Especially yeah. if the online aspect could be standalone... Anyway, I mean, it is, GTA yeah. Online is going to be standalone, isn't it, when a new, G, when a new PS5 and next-gen version oh, comes it? out? Because, sh- I mean, um, it, it's on Game Pass, isn't it? And I think you can usually... I think you can buy it separately, can't you? No, can you? No, I'm thinking of Red Dead. So Red Dead 2, they, yeah, you can buy Red Dead Online separately and it's, like, cheap. Um, I think I think it was on sale for, like, £3.50 or something for a long time. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they do that sort of model with it. Um, yeah. It's also worth saying, like, yeah, if it's four years away there probably is another four years in gta online once the next gen upgrade comes out i reckon that'll still probably do just fine get another money boost, for it. yeah so i mean G- mm. grand theft auto games have always been probably the the biggest game that i've always get the most hyped for when it even going back as far as you know starting like roll muck threads about the new gta and all mm. sorts i was i was always obsessed with what the new gta could be having loved the previous one so much and spent hours and hours talking to my friends about how oh, what could what could how could they you know do missions and oh, their marketing is second to none mm. i think yeah. it's always it's you always know, fascinating. The, the trailers they bring out and you know you go through them frame by frame and stuff just to pick up on stuff it's uh yeah they're good at what they do so let's just see we've just got a little bit of a wait that was a and lot of chat it. based on zero facts, wasn't it? I was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why Farley's <laughs> Fantasy Zone is the place to be, mate. <laughs> Do we bring back jingles just for that segment? I think we might. <laughs> yeah, well, we need an FFZ jingle for sure. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. There's no more news. That's, that's everything. But uh, yeah. Cool. Well, then let's get on to what we've been playing this week. And let's start with Sean this week because I've noticed Hello. in recent weeks you've always gone last or second to last. So <laughs> let's go straight in with a bit of Sean time, shall we? Uh, I've only got a, a couple of short ones, to be honest. Um, first one I've been playing is Bog Fables, which recently came out on Game Pass. I think it's been out for a, a little while. It came out this year, but it's been out a few months and yeah, it's recently arrived on Game Pass. Um, it's really weird because to look at it, um like you even if you'd seen it on the game pass app i imagine most people listen to the show will have scrolled past it because it, it at first glance it looks like a children's game um uh but it's basically it, it is a paper mario game or it's like a you know a love letter to paper mario games like it's um you know all the characters are insects right and you're in this like the ant kingdom um and you're going into dungeons and, and finding relics and stuff um but it's yeah, everything about the the format and the way it plays, and even the way it looks, is it's very clearly like the devs just wanted to make a Paper Mario game, but obviously didn't have the license. Like it's like I, I don't love the way like the way it looks and sounds. Like the presentation, I'm, I'm not madly keen on. Um, like they've they've clearly 
like intentionally tried to make it look a bit like an N64 game and like obviously it's a lot crisper than it uh would have been on N64 but in terms of like the the detail and stuff um like the like geometric detail and stuff and it's like all the characters are just sort of sprites like really nicely drawn sprites but there's very little there visually and and you know when it's like no I see what you've tried to do and I still don't like it all that much but it's it's really good fun um like i say you sort of going around doing fights you have like three different characters that have really different abilities and depending on you know so it's sort of like jrpg style battles like turn-based um but there's cool mechanics like one guy um he's i can't remember what type of bug he is but he's got like a horn on the front so we can flip enemies on their backs so if you get armored enemies he has to go in first there's like flying enemies and there's a, a bee with a boomerang so you get her to lob the boomerang at flying enemies and drop into the ground and it, it, this, so it's all about every turn like just being as efficient as you can um sort of you can sort of mess with like the order that you're um your team sort of does their actions in so it's like right flip that guy first then get the beast drop that guy and then get the magic guy to do more damage. you know and it's just it's good it's really satisfying um and then all those abilities also sort of come into play in the environment as well there's like environmental puzzles that you have to do and secrets to find and stuff and it's really good fun like uh i don't love the way it looks but the systems are really interesting and engaging and the dialogue's pretty good as well um like it's been pretty amusing and i'm actually quite intrigued as to where the story is going to go so yeah like if yeah, you've seen so many games look like this recently mm. uh, like, visually, it's like, like that thick, married, the it? thick pen yeah it's a really bold style, outline you know solid and, custom yeah. colors and stuff it, it it seems like there's a lot of games coming out like that and i can only just assume that you know I think it's either cheaper or easier to make <laughs> games like that or there's a no seriously because yeah. mm. you look at a lot of the games on the eShop have that visual style the chunky yeah, yeah chunky pen styles the the, the sort of low poly and like barely yeah. any textures yeah 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 yeah, yeah um, weird did it you is. know there was a 90 dollar special edition gate version of this out for the switch i did not what, what was in it uh, um, oh real man, bugs. I just got rid real of bugs. Yeah, bugs. Bugs. I had actual bugs that would kick your head in. <laughs> um, I keep talking. I'll try and find it. <laughs> okay. And you played um, this on Switch, I presume, Sean? Did you? Uh, no, this is on this is on Game Pass. So I've been playing oh, it on okay. the Xbox. Um, I mean, it's also an, like because of the you know the way it looks and the the pacing of it. It's quite a good one for XCloud as well. But um, yeah, right, like okay. So it had mm. uh, the copy of the game. Mm-hmm. A plush, a V plush, which is oh, yeah, the, the, Bumblebee, the B which character, yeah, yeah. Uh, enamel pins, nice soundtrack on CD. I mean, you wouldn't, uh, okay, CD <laughs> spite on CD, yeah. How is the soundtrack? Yeah, it's not great. Oh, okay, spy cards, spy cards, and papercraft diorama. I mean, that makes sense. Spy cards. Uh, I mean, yeah, clearly, whatever. I mean, clearly, that's that's yeah. all just standard stuff, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, that's actually quite that's a good. Ninety that well. quid. That's considering what some try and get away with. Um, but... Matt, what else were they going to do? What else were they going to do with the soundtrack? <laughs> Digital <laughs> download or vinyl? Yeah, but then, the, that's less right. Eight, you, do you own a vinyl pl- player, record player? Of course he does. Why? Why is the vinyl thing everyone the thing that people want? They can't even use it. Well, no, because. Well, because everyone's buying vinyl players. <laughs> vinyl players? Vinyl <laughs> <The> record players. <laughs> Turntables. Yeah, yeah. 
All that. Sound, yeah. sound, sound warmer, Dave. You could do your scratching. Sound warmer. You could do your scratching. I know, I know. I like vinyl as well, but I just still haven't oh, got no, it. Oh, no, no, I, I don't really. I, I think, like, it'll be nice when I'm one day, like, old enough to be like, yeah, do you know what? Time to own a turntable. But I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or cool enough. It's not just old people. It's cool people that can yeah. go, listen to this. <laughs> about me, yeah? Yeah, need a turntable so I can listen now. to the Hotline Miami soundtrack. Um <laughs> But yeah, Bug Fables, really enjoying it, despite, as I say, like, if, if to look at it, you wouldn't really get why it's any good. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't like the way it looks, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And I've like been playing quite a bit of it with Isaac as well and like reading the dialogue for him and stuff. And it's been really good fun. Um, the other game I've been playing is Overboard. So we mentioned this, was it last week? Um, this is the new game from Inkle, which is, you know, the, the 80 days people, among other things. Um, and this is the sort of reverse murder mystery where, uh, you're on a boat, uh, to New York and the game starts with you killing your husband by throwing him overboard. And then you have basically a, a set amount of time to prevent right. anyone from figuring out that you did it. Um, I was, has anyone else, no one else has played this, have they? I know we sort of, no, no I want to mention yeah, it on my wish list. To, yeah, I really want yeah. to. Yeah, I've not. I've not played it yet either. I don't know how I feel about it because oh, um, no. it's very. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's you know the writing's good. Like it's very entertainingly written. Um, and I love the idea of it, but I've ju- I'm just finding that like it, it's really obvious that there is just one very specific way of succeeding, right? And it's all about like being at specific places at specific times and doing specific things. Rather than it just being like, you know, things can go slightly wrong, but you can basically muddle through and there are like different endings. There, there are different endings, but only a, a few and most of them are you getting caught and going to prison. Um, so it's just like you're sort of going through it and sort of trying new things in different runs and then going, well, hang on a minute. There's like a, a, a series of things that I think worked in like, in you know, across five different runs. They were like, oh, well, there's this one bit where I managed to like drug this person or convince this person that I didn't do it or, or whatever. But then figuring out how to tie them together into one seamless run is like a whole other ball game. And I just, I don't know if I'm just thick, but as it currently stands, I just can't get my head around it. I think I'm probably playing it wrong because I don't think you're supposed to play it to win like for quite a while. And it does, like as you go through different playthroughs, there'll be like a series of little sort of objectives for you to tick off, which is, you know, sort of mm. give you ideas of like things you should be exploring or trying out. But then it's just a bit tedious because you, I don't know, because you might do one of those and then you sort of think, oh, well, I'll see how the rest of this plays out. And then that's another 20 minutes of you just sort of going through the motions and, oh, I'm in prison again. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm just, I've, I've just got the wrong mindset or or what. Um, but there's just, there's so much repetition in it. And that, you know, there, there are tools to sort of make that as quick as possible. Like every, every conversation you get into, there's basically, there's a button you can hold, which is just make this play out the same way it did last time. But then it might be a conversation you've already had, but due to like another item you've picked up or another conversation you've had, there might be a new option sprung in there somewhere. So you don't want to just fast forward through it just in case. I don't know. It feels a little bit messy to me, um, like especially compared to their, their previous stuff. So I don't know. I'm I'm not wild about it yet. I'll, I'll carry it's on. A shame. It is a shame. And, the concept's and, great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And And people seem to really love it. 
Um, so hopefully it's just me that's wrong. I think maybe it's just because, you know, people had said that sort of reverse Hitman comparison. You know, Hitman sort of works in that, yes, there is a proper way to do things and it feels very cool when you do it. But also the fun is in when things go a little bit wrong and dealing with silly situations. Whereas this is like, no, if you fucked it, you fucked it. Like, and you will almost always fuck it. Do you know? So that, that does just, yeah. worry yeah. me quite a lot because I hate it when there's like sudden fail states in games. It always really irritates well, uh, me. Yeah, and because the thing is, it, you don't even know that they're sudden. Like, mm. you'll you'll have an interaction with some characters and not even know that that has doomed you. And like, you know, each run is very short, so it's not the end of the world. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, so as an example, there's uh, like, so one of the things is you wake up having murdered your husband and one of your earrings is missing, right? And, you know, it later transpires. It's like someone finds the other earring on the deck. So you're like, ah, okay, fuck. Like, I don't think I can beat him there and, and pick it up first without missing missing some other important stuff. Because um, it's all like time-based, right? You, if you sort of, once you spend one time in one area, things progress elsewhere on the boat. But then later on, I found this, like, someone else's room you can break into and leave your other earring there. So I was like, right, fuck, that's it. That's how you do it. So I was like, right, cool, put the earring there. Did a bunch of other stuff. Got to, like, essentially the trial at the end. Like, everyone on the boat's like, right, something's gone wrong. We need to have a meeting. And straight away, the woman who I sort of tried to plant the earring on was just like, oh, you left your shitty earring in my room. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like oh, okay. Grass. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was no like, oh, okay. I thought that was like a, a cool trick. And I'm now being told. It was. So, like, to sort of put th- like options in like that, they're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that makes sense. Because then they'll think it's her earring and blah, blah, blah. And for everyone to just go, nah afterwards it's like well why put that in as an option if it's just not going to work because people like other characters are just deciding that it's not going to work you know yeah it's weird yeah you had no you had no warning that that yeah i had no inkling that like yeah like you know people like if there's like a conversation very early on that was like oh man she's always wearing a diamond earrings no one could ever think anyone else would wear those yeah like (laughs) how unique oh those are so unique those earrings yeah and, and like, I, I, I understand that Yeah, and I understand it's built on, you know, you sort of going through it over and over again and finding out new things. But just the process of doing that is not always enjoyable. Yeah, also, if it came to, like, if, if it, the way it told you was a little bit better, like, yeah. if the, someone turned around and went, that's your earring, and then one of the characters said, well, no, I noticed those earrings. <laughs> yeah. She was wearing those earrings earlier yeah. in the day or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. forget them, but, you know. Then the, you but kind the, of go, yeah. oh, I've been scuppered. Yeah, but for the person that oh, you planted them on to the just refute it, and no one even <laughs> yeah, yeah, care. Like, yeah. either way, it's just, yeah, weird. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically Shame. it. I mean, I've been playing more Yakuza, but I'll, I'll save that for next week because I think I am about to finish it. Yeah, it sounds like you've been enjoying it. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play. I spent, I mean, it I would have finished it. Years. I would, I would have finished it by now if I hadn't spent about five or six hours on the Cabaret Club management game. Um, yes, which, which, I hear, yeah, which is you're, incredible. Uh, you're obsessed with that. Yeah, which James okay. barely touched All apparently, right. and he's muted himself. James, All right, crack on. <laughs> is he on mute? No, I didn't. I didn't hear what you said, Sean. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I said I've uh, spent way too long in the Cabaret Club mini game, which apparently you barely even touched. So yeah, I, I did the bare minimum for that because it, oh, mate, just, it's it didn't interest me. So good. But, so, yeah. I've just got. I, I've just had a thought. James has his switch right next to him now. Because we did that bit earlier. Yeah. So we all know where he is. 
Unbelievable. Um, okay, let me get mine out of the way because they're only quick and they're games you've heard of before. Um, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Um, and I should point this out. No one pointed this out to us uh, two weeks ago when we were covering this game extensively. Um, the game is called Rift in Time. No, it, the <laughs> game is called Rift Apart. Apart yes. again. Yeah. We called it Rift in Time on this show, and it's actually called Rift Apart. So we no, posed that s- up. Someone I did. Um, Darren Gargett met a tweet oh, really? saying um, that we said, "Oh, you know, it's it's, it's you know, it's not like it, we said, said something along the lines of it's not like I said a Rift in Time.' Yeah, we we basically and you went, no, it's just Rift in Time several yeah, times. We balls down. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's Rift Apart. Um, so James had completed it you you text me in a week said you completed it but you also 100%ed it right yeah i did the platinum as well yeah <laughs> yeah i've been trying to sell it and nobody's interested in that right when i looked i looked on cex to see how much i could get cash for it and it said 47 quid and i was like well i'm pretty sure i could get more for that if i sell it privately or whatever um so i left it a couple of days and no one was going for it at 50 quid and i was like okay well i'll go to cex so i checked in the morning i was going and it would drop down to like 30 and I was like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Last time I looked, they were offering £28 cash for it. So <laughs> that, not many people wanted to buy that game after uh, after it launched. It's only been a few weeks, fucking hell. Mm. So anyway, I thought, well, while it's not, because I reckon it will go back up again, like, soon, um, when people start getting more PS5s or whatever. So I'm sort of riding the market a little bit. So I thought, well, while it's just sitting there, I'll, I'll 100% it. That game, how did you do that? How did you 100% it, James? What do you mean? It's easy. Like, getting from one part of the map to the other is so just annoying. Really? But, like, it's not fun to go around in that game at all. Yeah, but you can, the, the you levels... can fast travel, like, across most of it. No, there's like three fast travel points in the, on each map. Yeah, I'd say in most in each corner, so you can just go from yeah, one to another. Yeah, but then there's also bits where there's like huge sort of platform bits that used to be kill arenas, and you've got to get you like okay, I know it's over there, so I've got to go here, around here, and all this, and then that there's that fucking level. What was it? The, the second planet where you're flying around on the dragon. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bit in it where you've got to go and collect these things, and, and there are, there's yeah, things yeah. on top, like inaccessible areas, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, how do I get up there? So I'm I'm trying everything to get up there. I spent about forty five yeah, minutes trying to get explain, this one at the they? top of the tower. <laughs> no, and then later on, it just goes, oh yeah, your your dragon can just shoot stuff now, and then it, it so just fly up there and shoot it, and then you get the item. Yeah. And I'm like, brilliant. That's forty five minutes of me trying to do that. Um, and then there's the the huge area with the where you go around and you get those orbs, right? That that translate stuff or give you a little voice recording. Oh yeah, that, you know yeah, that one? yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit in that right where for no reason there's just a cavern through the middle of it. I know. So if you're trying to <laughs> and you, you zoom can't around, see it coming, collecting you? things, <laughs> and you can't see it coming. Yeah. You just drop down. It's like oh, brilliant. Yeah, great. The game is not fun to get around in. So how you had the page? Well. I was about to say how you had the patience to do that I mean, is beyond me, but um, <laughs> you've, you've completed Super Mario Sunshine recently. See, so, that, that's the thing, know, because that's, after, that's after Mario Sunshine, genuinely, this felt amazing, like after Mario Sunshine. <laughs> like, and so, yeah, it was, I had no problems at all. It's, there's, there's also loads of bits like um, where there's, you know, in the factory level, there's bits where you just can't see how you're supposed to get to it, and it mm-hmm. feels like you're glitching your way up there. Yeah. Or if I 
if I jump on this bit here, although Ratchet is sliding down and sort of glitching his way down this canvas, if I jump over there, it, it, you know, if I time it just right, I can make that ledge and get up there that way. And it's kind of like, wow, I shouldn't be trying to glitch my way up to a collectible ever. I'll tell you what like, else. That's weird. It's it's one of the worst games that I've played in recent years for Invisible Walls. Like, all over yeah, the place. Yeah, oh God, they're everywhere, aren't they? And they're Especially not, yeah. when you're riding fast things that yeah. would that just if you touch an invisible wall, they just make you die. There's some bits where it's like, the game's like, this doesn't feel quite right, even though it's not an invisible wall. It's like, oh, it feels like it's a bit weird what you're doing here, yeah. so you're dead now. Go back to the beginning of that level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell did you do that, James? Because it was infuriating no, no, me no, the no, other I, day. I didn't get annoyed with any of the only bit. The only one of the, of the trophies that irritated me with that were the, one, were the weapons-based ones, like where you had to do like 30 headshots or whatever with a, with a gun or... Because there's no indication whatsoever how many you've done. So... It's some of them is like thirty you need to do, one of them is like twenty you need to do, and it's just a bit annoying, you know, like having to try and then one of them is for you know the void repulsor one. You know, for that gun. And how yeah, yeah. what you have to do is you have to collect people's shots and then shoot them back at them. But the gun doesn't actually do that until it's been upgraded a lot. And the point at when I started trying to do it, I didn't have hardly any of the raritanium left and I couldn't do anything with it and it was just it was a bit annoying. Wait, isn't there like more than enough raritanium to upgrade everything anyway? I think I'm not sure there is in the actual whole game, but if you start in challenge mode, you start off with everything that you already had and then there's loads more of the stuff because you go through and Right, okay, everything up yeah, again. Yeah. I think yeah, that's the only way. I don't want to do challenge mode. No. Uh, I just need to get it out of this house, I think. But I've heard lots um, of people getting this as a platinum. It's, a it's easy, it's my it's second not. platinum after Astrobot. Yeah, because it's, it's not a hard one. It's it's quite... I mean, yeah, compared with a lot of yeah, other games. Yeah, but it's not it's... a fun one. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. But I know, I, don't, I, I did. Didn't... I I thought it was fine. I mean, I didn't... I wouldn't say it was amazing or anything, but it was. I didn't feel like I was wasting my time. I mean, I've, okay. But then again, I just played Super Mario Sunshine, so... That also, the, that game does not use that system, the card stuff. No, like it It's funny, you bring up the cards and it's like, you need to do this achievement. And I'm like, okay, let's go there then. No, there's no option to go to that part of the game like like we were promised. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll just... I've got to go, go, go back it's, to my ship again now. It's funny though, isn't it? Because, I mean, after finishing that game, there's so much about it, which I liked. There's a lot of things that were very good, but it yeah, really... it's enjoyable. It really doesn't do what you know it felt like it was supposed to be doing though does it let's be honest no, i mean like no. the whole ssd thing the whole i mean the thing that disappointed me the most about that game was the pocket universes because i was expecting there was going to be like loads of those like randomly generated or something i don't know and it was there's hardly any there's it's like it's just a handful of them and they're all pretty much the same yeah yeah and it's yep, it's very yep, disappointing yep, yep. that was yeah and then the, yeah it is as i said to you like the whole idea was that you were supposed to be travelling to a new dimension. It literally could be a door. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a door in Shenmue. Exactly, that's yeah. That's what that could be. And, you know. and they're not crazy dimensions, are they, either? It, it, it's the same. It's just like, okay, it's some platforms floating in space that you then like yeah, jump across. with some purple background yeah, there. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah, disappointing, yeah, yeah. that was. It is a bit. But there you go. I, I, as you say, I think it was because we were expecting so much more that we've been quite down on it on this show. And I, I also because I think the reception elsewhere is truly baffling to me about how much people love this game. And fair play, if they love the game, they love it. And I, I would say, you know, I was chatting to Ben about it, um, Scientologist from our Discord, and he, you know, he was asking whether he thought um, it was because people were so desperate like um, for a PS5 game that it got rated higher than maybe it should have been. 
And I thought, yeah, maybe by consumers, but I, maybe I'm naive, but I don't think the press would be like that. I just don't. Like, people that, that are regularly reviewing games, I don't think that that would have an effect on their score. What I do think, though, is that a lot of people that have played Ratchet games reviewed this one. Do you know what I mean? So going into it, they knew what a Ratchet game, Ratchet and Clank game was like. Yeah. So they didn't have that disappointment. Whereas we've not really played many Ratchet and Clank games. Um, you know, I played a, a bit of the PS4 one, um, probably about three quarters of that or whatever, and I tired of that at the time. So going into this, I was expecting a step up or something different from that. And what we got was a very beautiful looking one of those games. Uh, and so to me it was disappointing so I think that's where I sit with it but uh, I mean I also whatever. don't feel like I fully got like money's worth with it either to be honest like, as <laughs> really? In, nah I mean it's it's even getting the platinum I think I only spent about 15 hours maybe on it and it's if it, it still feels steep you know you for, sold it for the, no not yet no I mean I don't know if I, don't know if I will be able to you know because it's as you said people are not people are not buying uh, it just needs a little gap because loads of people that bought it of launch have now got rid of it, and then we'll wait until those copies go again. They'll be like, we're going, oh, no, come on, mate. And I said 27 quid, but I'll give you more. Come here, come back. See, I'll tell you, it'll be nice. <laughs> so I'll wait for that moment. I was thinking about whether they could do like DLC for this, because they totally could, and it would be nice if they did. But Just a new I planet. But, yeah, yeah but exactly. Would it? I'm not playing it. Well, I would. But if, <laughs> I don't yeah. think they will, though. Okay. I think it's unlikely that uh, there'll be any more. Fair enough. Um. Okay, and the other game that I've been playing is another old game. Uh, I tried Disco Elysium, the oh, yeah. final cut, mm-hmm. because I'll tell you this. So, you know, I've spoken about the MacBook on uh, before, but I don't think I actually told you what happened. Mm. So I bought my dream MacBook last year, um, and uh, I had it for, what, a total of about eight months before. I said, look, I, you know, it was annoying because I told my wife, I told Joe, look, just keep it on my desk. But she didn't. She was walking around with it and banging it into walls and shit. So it had all like dents in it. Then I said, right, Harry, when he's doing his schoolwork, he can use the old MacBook Pro. He can use that big clunky thing um, because why not? Mm. Um, and then it got to the point where she was like, oh, it's not charged up and it's so big and heavy. Let me just use that one. I was like, fine, come back with a key missing. Right. So I had to send it off to get all that sorted. Right. Got it back. And I said, right, this stays on my desk now. That's where it lives. It stays on the desk. The charger's there. Just whenever we're finished with it, it stays on the desk. Okay, fine. And then I saw her one night getting the shopping. Fine. Then she put it on the floor and then spilt her full drink all over it. And I tried to dry it all off. I put it off onto the table. We started watching a film, but I had to pause the film because I kept hearing. Oh, really? From the table. And I was like. So I looked up how much it cost on Apple and it was not far off of what I paid for the thing. And then uh, I sent it off for repair and <laughs> it's from a, another company and they said 200 quid will repair it for. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and then they sent me another email and said, no, nah, no, nah, it's fucked actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> they did offer so you 50 quid one. to scrap it though, right? 90. 90. 90. Oh, well, there that, you go. that was the yeah. worst Cha-ching. thing when you sent us that and it just said like, or oh, 90 pounds scrap. And you're just thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. It has still got my hard drive on it, so no, uh, thank you. Please send it back. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, so the new one arrived and uh, I was reminded while my last one was gone that actually I've got Final Cut for Disco Elysium because they released it on Mac Mm. and that's all done via Steam. So I downloaded that and started playing that again and God, the memories just came flooding back. (laughs) But it's was brilliant. You go into a game like that and you know the story or whatever. So the only way to get something out of it is to do something different with the character, right? Because mm. this is so based on what direction you went for the character. And I was, I think I'm going to start it again because I didn't get too far into it. I got down, you know, I played the intro. Um, I'm amazed by how much of a difference the fully voiced acting makes. It's good. It really it? does yeah, feel yeah. way better now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, did they do anything to the to it visually? Sure. I don't think so, no. Yeah, because I'm trying to work out whether it's just looking better because I'm playing native on this con- uh, on this computer. Oh, maybe. Rather than, because I played it through sharper, yeah. um, NVIDIA GeForce thing. Now, yeah, yeah. GeForce, yeah, yeah, yeah. GeForce Now, that was it. Um, so, yeah, so maybe it's that. Um, but it, it is certainly looking nicer. But I, when I was building my character, I was like, right, I'm going to be like sort of a bit of a sort of a strong man in this Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be like an intimidating dark character that's what i want to be and then today i'm sitting there thinking about my character and going actually i i don't want to go down that route (laughs) like knowing how the story pans out i don't know how that will work so Mm. i think i've i'm gonna be bill murray (laughs) i think that's the way you know the slightly unhinged, yeah, yeah, but with an insane amount of confidence, yeah, sort of personality. Yeah, I think I'm going to play it as Bill Murray. Just I, to I, see I, I what can happens. definitely recommend. Yeah, because I um, so my playthrough was um, oh, I forget what they call it. But you know, all the purple skills. So it's all the sort of emotional, yeah, right, sort of, and all that yeah, sort of stuff, and all yeah. sort of emotional, intuitive stuff. Um, and Inland Empire in particular is is a fascinating skill because it's like, are you accessing this sort of incredible wealth of information that sort of exists in your subconscious or are you just losing your mind? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you genuinely can't tell. And that's that's part of the fun. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd really recommend like focusing on that stuff. But then, you know, I, there'll I, be people I, who didn't do that and, for... and, you know, people who played it completely differently. I'm like, oh, no, you, like, you've definitely got to play it with, like, a really high shivers skill or, or whatever, you know. Um, I think everyone just has their own read on it, don't they? So, yeah. The, 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 the Bill Murray characters that I love are the ones hmm. that are always insanely confident, hmm. but not in order to impress. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They're, you know, so his character is always sort of like looked down upon by everyone around him but it he just don't care it's not, yeah, he's just doing his thing and mm. if you're in the way then get out of the way <laughs> but, but you know I don't care what you think of me but I am slightly unhinged <laughs> and I think that's the that's the route I'm going to go down because yeah, I yeah. just like that idea and I think it works within the sort of story that pans out yeah so um yeah because I mean I think most of us ended up with sorry cop because yes. my natural feeling was to go I did a terrible thing last night and I need to let people know that that was wrong <laughs> and that I'm a changed man. And you end up, all right, I you know, quite enjoyed the route that it took. Mm. Um, I didn't really enjoy the ending, but I, I kind of looked back on that and gone, actually, yeah, why did I turn around and just say sorry to everyone? Like, that's 
what sort of existence is that? I mean, I so, think it's in the yeah in the case of that character, I think it's perfectly justified because, as you say, you, you spend essentially the first half of the game just finding out about loads of stupid shit you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it be wicked if you just didn't care about it, and just plowed on regardless? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bill Murray in Disco Elysium. I suppose be, yeah, because there's only a wouldn't small. Wouldn't he make a great? Act? Oh, wouldn't he? Come on. If they ever made a film of that, wouldn't he be perfect for the role? <laughs> Yeah, he would actually. He would though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Give him the haircut. And Get the that moustache on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, it's way too well known. Way too comedic. What? What's that got to do with anything? I just think like a really incredible up and coming actor you don't know and like blows you away. Be way better than Bill Murray going in and pull of expectations. Just being Bill Murray. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, I disagree. I did, he's so good though, Matt. He can well, play I, I know he's one of the all-timers, but I just think that that has such, the, the game has such a very specific well vibe, and, if yeah. I can say that. And I think, yeah, like a, someone new coming around and blowing everyone away with an incredible performance. Listen to us casting the Disco Elysium film that doesn't exist. I'm amazed that <laughs> Although, no to be fair, we did recently be. cast the TCGS film that <laughs> doesn't exist <laughs> either. So I was just going to say, I'm amazed no one's asked us this as a question, but also there is that potential TV show in the works, isn't there? So, who knows? Yeah, Bill Murray's not going to do that, is he? No. Um, yeah, so, well, he so I will... The, the cool thing is that um, Joe is now at a point where she's uh, inviting friends over and uh, I haven't really got anywhere to go. So I think I might be playing that a lot in my bedroom <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a teenager uh, <laughs> while the adults are having a little party in the front room. I think that might be happening in the near future. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I will play more of that because the yeah, it makes such a difference now that the characters are all fully voiced. Mm, and really everything's does. pretty cool. And like, how fucking cool. good is the narrator, man? Like, like, obviously, like, you hear him a lot, and it's like, they knew. <laughs> they knew that, like, they knew, like, that voice had to be so good. And it is. Like, it's, I assume it, they re-recorded the original lines, right? Because I remember the start of, of the game originally, yeah. whenever the character said baby, I cringed, whereas now I didn't, and now I don't. <laughs> so I can't work out if it's because I was used to it from the hours of hearing that voice, mm. or... It's because they've toned it down a little bit. I think they've I think yeah, it's the latter. They've, they've redone some um, of the existing dialogue, yeah, but not all of it. Boy I think Kuno's been revoiced. I oh, prefer the new one. You can't do that. A lot of people saying that. Yeah. A lot of people saying they prefer it. They, well, James, a lot of people have said it's a little bit like Charles Martinet trying to do the Mario movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When you hear one line, you fall in love with it. But could you imagine the whole fucking script mm-hmm. in that voice? Yeah, well, I don't know. I think I, think I can. <laughs> I think it'd be- well, the main thing that got me was like, oh, the the new one, like it's you know they've softened the Scouse accent. It's not the same. I'm like, yeah, but the guy who did the original voice wasn't Scouse. It's not like it's lacking <laughs> authenticity now. It's uh, if anything, finding out the original voice actor wasn't Scouse just sort of that the original you know voiceover job now just sort of sounds like a sort of the shitty parody of a Scouse accent to me now. Um, I love those games. Anyone. Was it was it? Um- Oh, what's a good example of that? Wasn't it the Metro games where they were like, the, the accents in this are shocking. And they go, no, the voice actors are all from there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, all yeah. legitimate. <laughs> yeah. I love stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I've, you know, obviously playing FIFA pretty much every night because, mm. you know, of what's happening currently within the footballing world. Uh, so, yeah, we've gone to, back to that horror show of a video game. But, <laughs> I don't know, it wasn't that uh, bad. 
no, the night you played was was great, but we've had some bad nights since then. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. We need to get we need to get Matt Murray back in midfield. I think that's the no, way it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously S- the and slush on the wing. What's that on a slush? <laughs> yeah. Why, the, the other night when we were all going, come on, mate. Why didn't you come on? When was that? I don't remember that. After England match, wasn't it? I think it might have been. Yeah. Okay. That's um, great. Story. Okay. I've, been, I've been playing new football game, Dave. It's um, you know. <laughs> uh, right. Okay, Matt. What what have you got for us? Uh, it's a very short one for me. I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade Episode Intermission. Finished that. It took me like ten and a half hours in the end, but cool. absolutely loved it. It's got actually at the end of it. It's got a new ending. Or an extended ending for remake. Oh, really? I think the director of the game basically said that this is this is essentially how remake part two is going to start. It's going to end directly right. after this. So it was really cool seeing that at the end. It's just an extended version of what people have always seen with you know a bit of extra stuff. But it's really awesome seeing that. And yeah, I just absolutely loved. Uh, I loved the game. It makes, it's it it's makes set really at up. the same time, isn't it, as the original game? I think, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's like so the things are going on like in parallel. There's no like crossover, is there? Like between stuff, um, you do, uh, you do see some of the other characters, and you see some of the larger. Well, you see the larger event from a different angle, shall right, I say? Yeah. Um, and you and you meet some of the other characters, but they're just kind of like almost like waiting in between scenes. You're like, mm. oh, hey, it's it's you, and they're clearly about to do the thing you see in the main game, or they've just done the thing you know in the main game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it ha- happens while. Remake Part One is happening. How have you not played Remake yet, James? It's it's on my list because I've got it with PlayStation Plus before. I just haven't got around to it yet. It's uh, it maybe the next thing I play. So sure. surprised you haven't it's played yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm I'm now at the point. I think I was talking to you guys on WhatsApp about this, wasn't I? That I'm like, right, what's my list of reasons to keep the PS4 at this point? Um, and you know, once upon a time, I was very like I've still got like my 360, and my PS3. Like, oh, what you know, just in case, what if? This, uh, and I'm kind of getting over that now. It's like that's ah, done. Get rid. So basically, the PS4 is. I mean, the list is basically God of War and Final Fantasy VII remake. I think those those are the the ones I need to get done before I can contemplate. Oh God, you have to yeah, rid. You have to play God um, of War. Yeah, so oh, you'd love God of War. You really, really would love it. It's a very yeah. good game. It was very good. Oh, yeah, so good. good. Yeah. James, before, like, when you do play it Mm. and, you know, you'll put, like, five to ten hours into it or whatever and you'll probably come on the show and say, David, I think you were wrong about this game. It's brilliant. I'm really enjoying it. Just remember that I also really enjoyed it for that (laughs) amount of time (laughs) and thought this is going to be incredible and then I just, it just fell off a cliff for me. I was going to say, so considering I'm already sort of, Five ten hours into Final Fantasy VII remake, would you recommend I get that done first or God of War? I mean, well, if you're asking me, I'd say God of War and never mm. play Final Fantasy. But uh, <laughs> Matt's probably the one to ask because he's played both of them. And yeah, they're both stunning games. If you started one, I'll just crack on with no, that. Crack Matt, on with can I ask you a question about Final no. Fantasy VII? Because what I'm wondering <laughs> about it, well, I'm going to anyway. Um, is can <laughs> should I mean the thing is I've got the the free PlayStation Plus version. Should I just get the one that you've got? Is it? Do I need that? Do you know what I mean? Um, so you know, the only reason I bought the disc again is because I didn't want to have to pay for the upgrade mm-hmm. for the PS5 version. That's why I bought a disc version. But but the UFI DLC you can buy digitally without without needing the game. So ah, if you want to play that new play stuff, play the PS4 I one. Even if you have got the PS4 like PS Plus version, you can still buy the DLC. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you have to buy that separately regardless. It's it's If you want the upgrade, that's why I bought physical. Ah, uh, oh, okay. To get right. it free. Yeah, I'm not no, really The, the, the Ufi thing is a digital separate purchase, like 16 quid. <laughs> Did it? Does it look significantly better? Did you feel? Does it play significantly better than the um? Yeah, with the upgrade over the um, uh, yeah. So the sixty frames is instantly, instantly recognisable. Uh, I thought is really, really noticeable, and, and particularly when you when you uh, combine your attacks with um w- with the the other character in your party, like it can sometimes be absolutely manic. You, you, if you're hammering square, and then the other character you're with is combi- is. Uh, um, is doing the same attacks as you. It's yeah, it's so so fast, and but instantly up from the first moment you get into gameplay of the game, it just felt different. Uh, and that's the sixty frames. In terms mm-hmm. of how it looked, I mean, it looks stunning. I thought it looked stunning on PS4, uh, but it, it's really really incredible looking uh, on PS5. Obviously, obviously, it'd be better. Uh, I haven't seen them side by side. Uh, I'm sure it's probably not a massive massive amount of difference because it looks so good on PS4. But my god, it looks beautiful on PS5. Okay, maybe I'll do it. We'll yeah, oh, yeah. Just, mm. I mean, I, I mean, I, I did that, but it's. I mean, if you want to spend like twenty five quid away on the disc version, but uh, I, I always James, just, the upgrade. just play the PS four version. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'll just do that because I've got it all here ready anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, but you should. It's just, it's so good. It, I, it, may, it makes me think I might just restart remake part one again. Fucking hell! <laughs> St- absolutely stunning game. Absolutely stunning. And I played uh, and I played a retro goal a bit more this week. Uh, did you guys download it or start playing it? Or yeah, I played it. I struggled to like, get anything out of it. To oh, be really? Honest. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I think for me it was just the, the the actual playing of the game was just kind of like, ugh. like it's the flicking around and the yeah. I didn't really enjoy that aspect of it. And to be fair, I only played one game. Um, but there was one bit where it went on for ages before it moved the game on, and I was like, oh, I can't. I'm not. What happens? What do you mean? Went on for ages because obviously, as soon as if so, the way so the way it works is like you know you know in Championship Manager James where the text will come up, won't it? Yeah, and then it will stop at a pivotal moment and turn to like gameplay footage, mm-hmm. uh, and then you'd see what happened. It kind of does that, but you're controlling that gameplay footage with swipes and taps and passing and stuff. Mm-hmm. That bit went on for one of those bits went on for ages for me, Matt, because I kept shooting and it come off the post or the bar and then I'd make a tackle and then pass it and then edge forward and shoot and the keeper would parry it and it would go to one of my players so then I would then pass it out again and I was like this is going on for way too long for a short bit of play you know what I mean but I, I was enjoying um, it I was like wow it's more gameplay but uh, you know I, I thought that was good it, it's always great when you do a shot or something and like okay the opposition's probably going to get this and it's something going to go to 20 minutes time when it has the next text moment uh, but the fact that you can like, tackle and keep the move going and and string to, and string together like twenty five passes sometimes on the move to get a go after that is immensely satisfying. I thought. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the same reaction out of it. Very but, much ticker tackle uh, football. Yeah. All right, James Farley. Yeah, I've only played apart from okay. So I finished uh, Ratchet and Clank. Um, which we've already talked about. But the other thing I've played this week is a game called Chicory, which I think... does Do all of you know about this? I know Sean does, but... No yes. idea. Right. I'm quite nervous about talking about this game, um, mostly because I really, really loved it. And I'm <laughs> I'm actually concerned that I'm not going to be able to express very well why I love it. And it's difficult because normally... I mean, the last couple of weeks in particular, I've come on here and I've mostly just moaned about the stuff I've played. But this has been like... Marvellous. Like the whole thing has been so good. And it's just 
difficult to explain, I think. I mean, it's a what it is, is it's a top-down puzzle exploration game with a map that's like a 2D Zelda. And what it is, is that the world has had all of its colour sucked out of it, so everything is monochrome. And then you play the part of this person who's, well, this it's, it's a character who's a janitor, who's given um, the brush, which becomes the brush wielder, who is then has to fill the colours back in. And you can do this by like sort of drawing on the screen, or you can do it by like filling uh, filling in as well. And you can like choose different colours, but although there's only four colours that can be selected for each area that you go into, so you can make it as beautiful or as like horrendous looking as as you like. But the whole point is is to kind of fill things in. I wasn't particularly interested in this to begin with, mostly because I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. Anything to do with like artwork or anything like that, I'm I'm awful at it. I'm I, you know when you know when they say things like you know draw this picture on the screen and mine just looks dreadful. Always it looks absolutely terrible. I've seen other people that have played this online. They created these wonderful works of art. Mine still look like the stuff that I would have done in reception. Like they look terrible. I just can't do it at all. But that doesn't matter because. That's not what the game is really about at all. That's an aspect of the game that you can engage with if you want to, but it's not the full point. And what happens with the game is that it's kind of like a it's kind of like Zelda actually, in that the character gets upgrades as you progress through and like your your brush gets upgraded so then you can go to other parts of the map that were previously inaccessible, so you can climb walls, cross water and all that kind of stuff. And there are different brush styles so you can sort of decorate each and every like sort of area but the thing that i really loved about it is that there's no pressure at all like there's no you don't have to be like as even though like as i was saying people online have like you know have been like uh, you know posting pictures of these like fantastic stuff they've done but you don't have to be a specific type of artist the game like totally leaves it up to you like how much or how little you want to color the world and the coloring it becomes like an i what's really clever is it it, it pushes this idea that the coloring is kind of an expression not just of like an artistic style or whatever, but also your state of mind and like the way that you're trying to play the game. You know, like if you're sitting there like trying to colour everything in like, you know, really in intricate detail, or if you're just trying to like rush through it or whatever, it's it's an expression of that. And it's this lack of pressure that's brilliant. Like they have there's side quests in the game, but then one of the messages of the game is this idea that it's okay to say no if you don't feel like doing something. Because the whole game a lot a lot of the game really is about mental health and this idea of, you know, you shouldn't put pressure on yourself um over these sorts of things. So if you don't want to, they're fine. It's like no, you don't need to do this at all. And so Oh, this is why I'm finding this is difficult to discuss because it's really difficult to explain. Why? I don't know, it's just really yeah, difficult. Go on. It's just there's no right or wrong. What, what, like, what is difficult? You, you, are you, are you struggling to express what it is about it that clicks with you? Not really, because I think it's what it is. Is because the central premise of the game is to express yourself and not feel that you need to be something, as it were. And right. the only pressure is the pressure that you put on yourself. Is what this is about. Okay, and so 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 learners. <laughs> I shouldn't because it's a very serious message. But at the same time, learn that lesson and describe what you like about the game. <laughs> Don't put pressure on yourself. Well, that's the thing because that, that's what I loved about it though because it deals with this because it's all rooted in this idea of creativity and like if you're doing anything which is like creative in life, then you always have that fear that you're being judged by others and you have like the self doubt and you know, the feeling that you want to just give up and you know, that kind of thing. And that that's what this does a really good job of like investigating that as a feeling and what it feels like as an artist to sort of go through that, but also just in general, the, like the way that you interact with the world. 
And there's this fantastic bit towards the end of the game where, I mean, I shouldn't say because it'll probably spoil it. Actually, I shouldn't say. Um, but there's a... The, the whole point of like the monochrome and the colour is also like to do with mood, obviously, and like the way that you see the yeah. world. And it's it's such a positive game in a sense, but there's this real sense of melancholy to it as well that I really engage with. And in no small part because it has absolutely fantastic music, like these piano scores, which is so, so good. And I mean, it took me about 10 hours or so to get through, and the start is a bit slow, but when it opens up, it's so good because. The put like the puzzles in it. It's there's no combat. The only combat in it is they have like these boss battles, but they're they're not really very complicated at all. And the rest of it is really just like environmental puzzles. I mean, and I've I've said on the show many many times and in streams that I've done that you know I I'm not a puzzles person. I hate them, but environmental puzzles I really get on with. And the, these were really good, like very inventive, but not to the point where you feel sort of irritated uh, by them. Yeah, they were. They were really absolutely spot on. Just the difficulty is so good. And it's just, I mean, I feel this this could be my favourite game this year. Like, I really think it could be. I mean, just small little touches. Like, at the beginning of the game, when you have to, like, name like name your character and stuff like that, it doesn't do it in the normal way. What it does is it, like, it like, asks you, like, one of the questions it asks you is, like, what's your favourite food? And you, like, type in, like, what it is. And then later on, you find out that's the name of your character. So, like, the whole <laughs> way through, it's, like, it creates this really weird connection that you have with the character because it's, like, you know... It's your food. It's um, it would just yeah, this is the demo. Yeah, you type yeah. it in. And it's like ten minutes later, everyone's like, "Oh, hi, burgers." Yeah, <laughs> mum was called mum was called burritos, and it was just like, okay, it's Wait, just good. so I, I mean, based on everything you've said, yeah, I mean, people would have already messaged in. I've um, I turned my switch on to try and find it. Are you playing on Switch? No, this is on. This is on. Uh, I, I don't, think, it's yeah, on I don't think it's on Switch. It's on, mm. it's on, oh, wow. it's on Steam okay. and it's on PlayStation, but it's not on anything yeah. else, which is a shame because that's one of the only other slight problems with with the game is that playing. I mean, I played it on PlayStation, and the only slight problem with it is the controls because you know drawing with like a with a uh, you know with the sticks is not very easy. Um, you can change the like the brush sizes and stuff like that or change the colours it's really reasonably easy and you can also use the touchpad as well but the touchpad isn't great but this would be so good on something like the Switch and I think it'd probably be a lot better on PC as well because you have a lot like sort of finer control like with a mouse phone mm. would it work on phone? Uh, no I don't think so because you you mostly still need like directional buttons and stuff like that to move around the rest of the time because that's that's what you're doing the character moves around like, like Link does like in Zelda like you know jumping and all that kind of stuff it, so I think you, you need to have um, you still need to have proper controls but oh, so did you play on mac no i played it on playstation oh on playstation right. yeah. yeah of course yeah see i yeah so sorry I, for the audience i missed half of this because it just started pissing down and we had some washing on the line so i had to run out and get it um but yeah <laughs> i um so I, I think i've said on the show but i kick-started this and foolishly chose the pc version um as my reward and it just like i was saying to james the other night like i just at the moment i'm just not in the habit of playing pc stuff um so it's just not been you know when i'm sitting down in the evening like right what shall i play tonight it's just sort of not it's not been in front of me um so i I need to sort that out because yeah everyone's saying it's it's absolutely incredible it's um, yeah it's so good and it's it just this is why i was kind of worried talking about it because i i do find it difficult honestly to like be joyful about things that i play i don't know why mm. that is i just do and <laughs> but this is a game which really it really connected with me actually i really really enjoyed it um and it was it was one of those games where i mean it's only 10 chapters long but at the end of each chapter it always says you know do you want to save and quit and i'm like no i want to keep going 
because this is this is so nice, you know, the way you know, the mm. way it is, and just like chat. I mean, you can there's even, I mean, there's conversations in it about you know the nature of you know like different economic systems and all this kind of stuff, which is interesting, you know, that they just stuck that in. But it's done in such a good way that it's not like really pretentious and awful. It's just it's there mm. if you want if you want to engage with it, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's um yeah, just very very good. Yeah, I would. How long it. did the game take you to oh. finish, James? Uh, about eleven hours, I think. Ten or eleven hours. It's not very, very long. I mean, so is that a deal breaker for you, Matt? Where where do you sit with a ten to eleven hour game these days? That's about right. It will take me twenty. That's the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but this looks really nice. Obviously, I heard everyone saying such good things about it when it came mm. out, and um, yeah, I think you've you've sold me on it, James. I, I want. I need a new game. Why is there not a Switch version? I don't know. Fucking hell! But it's it just seems like a no brainer, doesn't it? The other thing about it yeah. is, it's just like you know, you look at the visuals and stuff like that, and it it goes beyond that sort of like. Oh, isn't it cute? You know, that kind of thing. It's more than that, this game. It's just so mm. much more than that. It's, yeah, it's so good. It, yeah, at a glance, it's very twee, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, but it's yeah, not. It sounds like the... Well, but then, like, Wonder Song yeah. was like that in the... Yeah, visually, it's like, oh, it's, yeah, right, it's a cute platformer. And it's like, no, it had some real things to say. And, like, yes, a lot of it was, like, you know, broadly positive. But yeah. some of it really wasn't. And, yeah, a really important game. So yeah, I'm really glad that the devs managed to sort of nail that sort of thing twice now. Yeah, it's it's just because it nice. doesn't it doesn't feel Why twice. What, what what did it do before? Wonder Song. That's the. Oh right, it yeah. was the Wonder Song. Yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, did, wow, that come out. That only come out last year, didn't it? Or was it the year before? No, Wonder Song was twenty. I want to say seventeen, eighteen. It's yeah, oh, a few right, years, okay. a few years old. Wow, now. I was way off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, excellent. Best right. thing I played this year. Very good. Cool. And that, that game again is called... It's called Chicory. There we go. All right. Well, let's get on to um, your letters, your postal... The mailbag. Let's uh, open the mailbag, guys. Questions. Yeah, let's open that mailbag. If you want to get the send, postcards out. send us a postcard, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Um, Ray Clett says, despite loving the series and owning wait, most wait, of the titles... Wait, wait, wait. Come on, that's got Ray Clett. Yeah, Raclette, as in... Raclette. What's a Raclette? A Raclette. What are they doing to us? I don't know what that is. Ray, what are you doing to us? It's not doing anything to us. No, it's a thing, Sean. It's a a Raclette. Oh, come on, he's Racletted us. Okay, I'm confused. Who's joking? (laughs) (laughs) Go on, let's go. Let's go. Despite loving the series and owning most titles for it, I've never actually completed a Donkey Kong franchise game. Which franchises do you hold in high regard but have actually never finished anything from? Now, I assume it's Donkey Kong Country franchise, right? It's not like, uh, oh, I fucking love the Donkey Kong games, but I've not finished. I've not got a death screen. Guys, there's a death screen coming up. <laughs> there's a death screen coming up. If you all want to gather, there's a death screen. I was like, kill, like, kill screen. Kill screen, though. Oh, that's it. It's kill screen. <laughs> Fuck. There's a death screen. Oh, oh I've death just screen? lost my nerd badge. Yeah. Um... Oh, Christ, what a a game series that I love, but I've never finished one of them. God, I don't think there's any. You you could argue that, like, for all the years I've been banging on about Monster Hunter, like, I've never done everything in any Monster Hunter game ever. Because, like, nowhere close. Even, like, despite putting, like, you know... But that's different, though, right? Because that's more of an ongoing experience. Well, yeah, that's the thing, is that they're all fucking huge, so you can put, like, 200 hours in and still not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I have actually at the end of it even, uh, even I've completed a FIFA map oh yeah <laughs> he has he <laughs> has indeed 
Um, he has indeed. <laughs> uh, I, do you know what? I can't think of a single game series that I I'm really into that I haven't complete like in terms of single player experiences. Mm. Neither can I. God, that's disappointing, isn't it? Because most that's, of them, yeah, well, that's a shit answer. Probably, most of them done actually, most of them I probably shouldn't have read it out. <laughs> No, no, I think it's interesting because <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, yeah. there is, you know, there used to be, it certainly used to be when I was younger, yeah. there would be games that um, I would I would be into that I would never have got anywhere near completing. Mm. But even back then, there were still games like, you know, Goldeneye I, I saw through to the end, um, even though that's got some horrific levels in it. <laughs> uh, you know, Banjo-Kazooie played that 25 times. How, how many times? Completed it 25 times, actually. Oh, completely. Uh, yep. Um, uh, probably I've never got all of the stars in Mario 64. That might be a good answer. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah I could. But I'd then go you've, go on, sorry. I'll go for the four, one of the, like the Forza games, like Forza Horizon games. I've, mm, you can't complete that. You can, you can complete the festival, can't you? Yeah. Sort of. But then it goes, here's a fuck ton more things to do. <laughs> like yeah, that is another live they, 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 those games are very like. I mean, I suppose from Forza Horizon Two, it, I, I don't know. I don't. I played two, didn't I? I think I played two. Yeah, I think I finished that one. But from three, three and four were very much like, nah. There's still so much more you can do here. Mm. It did feel more like a never-ending experience than it did one that had a definite ending. Um, even though it had that like mega long race. You had to drive around the whole island on in free. That was great. See, I think uh, for me, the answers, I mean, this is cheating a bit because I have finished one of them, but probably Final Fantasy. Like, I, broadly speaking, I consider myself like into Final Fantasy, but like, I haven't played one to five, I've only finished <laughs> 10. Um, and like and and there's some I definitely don't like. And yet, if you ask me if I like Final Fantasy, I'd be like, yeah, it's Final Fantasy, of course. Of course I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's some, kind of a similar yeah. boat, but then I'd probably, if somebody asked me, I'd probably say, no, nah, they're all right, but I'm not really into them. <laughs> so no, I'm not a nerd. Fuck um, off. Also, I finished 10. Matt, you've got an answer. Uh, probably Splinter Cell. <laughs> <laughs> you've not, oh, you haven't, you haven't played we've not any discussed of that. Yeah, we've not discussed that on the show, have we? Have we not? No, no I don't think we have. No. So, so, sorry, Matt, we've got to talk about it now. Yeah. But where so, do we even talk about it? Was it on a? I can't remember. FIFA? Regular listeners will remember that Matt loves Splinter Cell, and he can't wait for a new Splinter Cell to be announced. He's predicted it every time we've done an E3 <laughs> show. Um, he went nuts when he found out that there was one coming out. Well, it, it turns out there wasn't. We lied to him about that. Um, and then he just drops a bombshell that he's never played one. <laughs> Well, um, Incredible. no, I think I might have played a couple of minutes of one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I haven't played them properly, no. So what, what's the obsession about Splinter Cell from them? It just, no, it just snowballed. I, I thought, great prediction one year, and I just kept leaning into it. Um, <laughs> no, said but, that. You, but you were saying, I'd love that, I'd fucking love that. Sam Fisher <laughs> with no, the three it lights. It sounds like something I would with love. With the three lights. It sounds like something I, I would love. It says here, the main character's called Sam Fisher, and it gets up to all sorts. What about Metal Gear Solid, Matt? Because I know you were a huge fan of that series as well. Have you actually ever finished one of them? Yes, you twat. <laughs> Come on, it's a fair question. It's a fair question. 
Yeah. yeah no, we've been over that with him yeah, before. Yeah, one, two, didn't play three, did four, but didn't finish five. You did four, you saw four all the way to Yeah, end. yeah, I finished four. With a, with a microwave four. Yeah. four. With a crawling. Yeah. That, was a weird, that was a weird fucking game, man. We were all at the time, we were like, oh, isn't this... Whoa. But looking back at it, you're like, mm. that's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like <laughs> Do you know that. what I mean? But yeah, no, I, I didn't play the f- third one, which everyone says is the best snake eater. Um, but uh, and didn't finish five. I was loving fire, but it, it was going on a bit. And I think I, I think actually recently I went back to it. I think it's only like in the last two or three months I went back and did a few more. And maybe it was over Christmas. I don't know, but I went back and did a few more missions in Metal Gear Solid Five. So maybe I'll go back That's to weird. that because yeah, I don't know why I did that. I don't know. It must maybe it's a Christmas thing. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yes, James. <laughs> no, the, oh, yeah, the Christmas thing. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas time. Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> Go back to it. Do a couple of missions. You don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God, God. Let's move on to the yeah, next question. Uh, that's my hmm. answer. David Cage. I assume it's the oh, real yeah. deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, as messaging say, question, which video game series do you think you know the characters well enough to write good erotic fan fiction for? Or good Probably Splinter question. Cell. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I mean, we could all do a decent Mario one, right? Probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah easy. Absolutely. Writes itself. I mean, um, I'm not blowing my own trumpet here, and that's not the title of the book. Um, but <laughs> I think you could. It wouldn't be too hard to do it for most characters. You don't. I don't need to know Sonic's backstory to write a bloody great. Oh, you do. Erotic fan fiction. Sonic fan base is really funny about you know getting the details yeah, they will right. Get really upset so, if you start. Well, I'm not expecting know. to be a bestseller. It's <laughs> supposed to be critically acclaimed. I mean, David Cage said good erotic fan fiction. Depends. I don't know what sort of metric we're measuring it on here. Yeah, good Does is it a need problem, to be... isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Matt, no, also, you're good. talking bollocks there. You can't say I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't expect it to be a bestseller. I know what your brain's like. If you sit down to write erotic <laughs> material of a video game character, you will do everything in your power to make it the best I said it expected to be. I mean, I would work so hard that it it would be, and I'll do everything I could for it to be, but Mm. I wouldn't expect it to be. If it, it, sure, if it hit New York Times bestseller list, you know, that's just great. Uh, But that's not what it's about. Broken Sword? Uh, yeah, I'm man. just thinking about all of the, 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 name, the point and click adventures that I played that I knew all the uh, <laughs> yeah, broken sword. Oh no, I've broken my sword. <laughs> um, uh, or this world noir. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get away with that, can we? Um, hmm. Mount your friends. It's too obvious. And it wouldn't yeah. involve the goat, so don't start. <laughs> no need to be lowbrow with it. But you know, threes. <laughs> How would you? Do? <laughs> and the number six tile walked up. <laughs> the number nine. Uh, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, what about uh, James? For you, what about typewriter? Definitely, or either, either that or the Donkey Kong franchise. You know, it's uh, that'd be all. oh my goodness. How many? Why wouldn't you just go Smash Bros? There's all sorts of combinations that could go on there. Definitely. Not that it's you know not not that it's a requirement, but how many like 
female Donkey Kongs are there? Is it just Candy Kong? Or is there more? I've no idea. Isn't there Granny Kong? Okay. No, there's Cranky mm, Kong, but he's a that's dude. That's fine. Yeah, no, there's Cranky Kong. Yeah, but they, is there I'm another sure. One? Yeah. There's all the Kremlin. I mean, though, to be fair, they? if you want Donkey Kong uh, erotic fan fiction, just look up. Um, uh, fuck, what's he called? The surfing one. Surfing Kong? Oh, oh Funky, what is, is he? Funky Kong. Funky Kong, yeah. Funky Kong, yeah, Harry, uh, Funky Kong ASMR. It's, it's the whole thing on Harry YouTube. Come, Harry come up to me the other day mm. and just went, Dad, who's Funky Kong? <laughs> so where's that come from? Just who is he? I was like, he's, he's this dude with a surfboard. In, what, what, what a weird question. <laughs> he must have seen that on a video. I was like, <laughs> hopefully it's not the ASMR stuff, though, apparently. Uh, it's not okay, actually erotic. I think, it's not, I should say. At least none of the ones I've listened to are. Um, right, Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Copa America commentators, your game design suggestions always stimulate the imagination about the possibilities still left for our hobby, which is why I wanted to ask you about the power removal trope. You start off with your character maxed out only to have the designers play coy and strip all of your perks away during the opening few minutes. Is there any way for overpowered protagonists to not lose their powers at any point while still preserving the game's difficulty balance? It seems equivalent to a film's main story unfolding from a tedious flashback or like having your presents stolen the day after Christmas. <laughs> Keep up the perfect podcasting yeah. track record. I mean, to be fair, the whole point in doing that is to change the difficulty for a moment or to challenge you in a new way. So like well, that's is it the though? Because it's, it's, like, yeah. it's also to give you something to shoot for as well, as in like, this is what you can be. You know, exactly, is, yeah. 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 So you can see no... No, wait, what, you're talking you about the opposite. Wait, what? Maria Mendieta, sorry. Have I misunderstood the question? I thought it was talking about the moments where you build up your power and then there's always a level where it takes it all away. No, I think, I think she means ones where you, yeah, there's like an initial bit at the start where you're fully powered and then you lose everything and have to work your way back up yeah. through the game. Oh, they do it in, they oh, do okay. it in Metroid like, games all the time. Right, I was going to say, because the Metroid games are the fucking worst for it. Because it's like you start the game with everything you got in the previous game and then, oh no, Samus has been hit with a special attack. And now she's rubbish again. It's all Let's go through this again, though. Wait, wait. Is there a way for an overpowered protagonist to not lose their powers at any point while still preserving the game's difficulty balance? Yeah, but then she mentions during the opening few minutes. So I think, Hmm. like, because like I remember, like Prototype did this fairly well in that it starts very well. Yeah, Yeah, because it it starts at the end. Like and everything's yeah, does, yeah. fucked, and you like you've got all these powers, and you're just trashing the shit out of everything, and then it's like right three weeks earlier. <laughs> yep, <laughs> which that's felt, me felt like. <laughs> <laughs> um, which yeah, sort of again, it just gave you a taste of like how powerful you were going to get, and also how fucked everything was going to be. So then, and then it's like a really interesting shift to be like right, and now here's New York, and everything's still relatively normal, and so are you. But give it three weeks, and you know what's going to happen. Yeah, that stuff works so well, um, and and then yeah. you work up, but work your way back up to essentially what is the intro, and then you mm. carry on and you go further, and you get yeah, another yeah. level of excitement. The first level, of, the first bit of excitement is you know, I'm going to work my way back to there, and then oh no, wait, the game's carrying on, and I'm going to work even further to see how much yeah. more powerful I can become. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's a a better way of doing it rather than it just being in real time. Like ah, uh, no, you've lost everything now. I um, do hate those games though that that have those levels in the middle of games where you're building up your power that takes them away. It really yeah. is, when is that ever good? <laughs> the only time that I can think of where that works is the Mario like Mario Odyssey 
when you lose your hat because yeah. then that's trying to challenge you in a different way. Yeah. Whereas usually it's just like, oh, this bit's just shit now because I want my powers. What is it doing? Mm. Yeah, fucking um, Destiny did that a lot, didn't it? Oh, in this level, you can't use this. Oh, great. Brilliant. Did it? When's Thanks. Destiny done that? Destiny did that quite a bit, didn't it? Where it was like you couldn't use like a certain ability, either your grenades or your... Oh, the, yeah, sorry, the modifiers. So they, they never like completely take stuff away, but yeah, there's modifiers that'll just be like, oh, um, like, oh yeah, so like sometimes it'll take the radar off you and enemies have like much higher melee damage and stuff. Um, so great. Which, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I suppose that's a little bit different because it is just modifying yeah. rather than completely stripping you of all your yeah, stuff yeah. again. Like it does at the start of Destiny 2. I was going to say, speaking <laughs> of Destiny 2, when they say, oh wow, the light's gone, what's going to happen? Oh, end of the first level, here you go, <laughs> you're back. You found a new light. I still thought that was really enjoyable, just that first level of Destiny 2. We were like, oh shit, it is, hang yeah, on, it's pretty good. properly well, you rebuild. You can't and... fucking play it anymore, can you? That's gone. Can't you? Yeah, it's, it's in, in the, the vault, vault now. Um, in a vault. Yeah, that was a really cool experience. Like, okay, yeah, this is awesome. Then, obviously, back was, to be fair. <laughs> like the bit where like level, but um, still thought it was really well done. Yeah, like the you know because like and like Nolan North sort of makes the point. He's like, as a reminder, like if you die, like I can't revive you. And you're sort of thinking, well, obviously it won't let won't actually let me die and like end the game in the first ten minutes. But also. I'm sold enough on this whole thing that I don't want to find out what does happen. <laughs> like, yeah. it was the, the illusion of it was like enough. Um, yeah, I thought that was nicely done. Um, but again, it's as you say, it's up half an hour in. It's like, oh no, there you go. You've got your light back. Yeah, and basically you're cracking on as you were. Um, so yeah, mm. I, I don't know what the answer is really. Um, I think yeah, there's definitely examples of it being done better. But then, like you know, like holding up prototype as a good example of it. That was the first game in a series. Like if the second game had carried on with the same character, I don't know how they would have handled <laughs> yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. don't know. That's true. I hope that's not answered your question, Maria. <laughs> Before we move on, I have queued up some funky Kong ASMR. Should we listen to it a bit? Oh, please do. Great. Because you know, people they're not going to look for it. So no. Hey, dude. How's it hanging? Oh, God. Audacious. <laughs> is this the one... It, yeah, this is carrying and supporting Funky Kong picks you up from the airport, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you really had a smoking time. What's on screen? What are you seeing? It's just that? a picture. It's just a picture of <laughs> Funky Kong at an There's airport. There's one bit <laughs> like where he just like he just pauses for ages and he's just chewing gum and he just goes, <laughs> "Thanks, I love you too." <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I love it. Have you have you seen the the uh, the Simpsons one? No. There's there's one where it just goes like Simpsons ASMR yeah. and you click on it. And it's just someone going, doll, 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 doll. It's so weird. That world is weird. 
Yeah, it really <laughs> because it, because it, like I, I think that was that Funky Kong. I think that was the first one, but then like other people started doing them, and then you're just like, I I don't know if this is a joke or not anymore. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like fat earthers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, okay, let's go for the next uh, question. Yeah, MD Kraboff says, why isn't Power Stone ninety nine a thing, and could Power Stone work as an online only game? I don't know, and yes, definitely. I've never played a Power Stone game, so it is madness that yeah. there hasn't yeah. been a. Good shit. How's it not been a remake or something? This, this yeah. would do so well, surely. I will say, though, are you going through those 99 games? Wait, you're saying Tetris, Mario, Pac-Man, P- Power Stone. Like, there's a, little, <laughs> well, let's, there's a few more to get to. Yeah, they're not quite, Power Stone's not quite yeah. up there with, yeah, no, it's, it's not, not in that there, sort of yeah, There was that it? Bomberman one that came out recently, which I downloaded, but I never got around to actually playing. Oh, I remember oh, yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Well, cheers. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but Power, why haven't they brought Power Stone back? Just a remaster of the first two. Who actually made it? I can't remember. Capcom. I thought you were going to say it's Capcom. Who actually cares who about it? That <laughs> <laughs> no, was a Capcom game, but yeah, I, I don't think anyone cared about it. it apart from some very vocal people that get. Listen, it got yeah. a sequel, which wasn't as good. Yeah. But uh, well, no, that's not both, fair. It was. Good. It had some like really amazing ideas for levels, but it was a bit too spread out compared to the first one um yeah i'd, I'd love a new power stone i don't think the i don't okay. think it needs the 99 treatment just no, a, a normal a new normal look really good on switch yeah man didn't they it got a psp port or a vita port i think it's psp pa- power stone 2 did yeah it got yeah. some psp and dreamcast so i think we can see why why there was never a Power Stone 3. For a game that we've repeatedly said no one cares about, we have spoken about it for quite a while. Should, yes. we, uh, <laughs> should we move on? <laughs> uh, Gareth Southgate um, says, question oh, for Sean, what? what formation? And Yeah, this is an honour. This is unbelievable. Brilliant. I, I can't believe he's a listener. It's amazing. Cheers. Do you reckon they're all listening to it before they go, that's why we're doing the so squad, well. The boys. They're out there. They're out there. We should give them... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably will spur them on. Uh, what formation lineup do you think I should go with against Denmark? Um, I just um, it's the old four four two, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Well, in my um, time, you know, as a, a playing FIFA, and basically what you do is um, if you just knock the difficulty down a little bit, um, and then you can pretty much just hold the sprint button and just run at the goal and kick it in. I think that's what they're going to do anyway. It's, it's a winning strategy. No one thinks to do that. Turn the Let's down. not talk about football though, because okay, I, I know really... people are sick of it. Okay, uh, well, we I'm... are insanely excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. the three of us, mm-hmm. Matt, myself, <laughs> and James, in- insanely excited at the moment. But we understand that it has been non-stop. How is it? I mean, I was going to ask you this on the bonus show this month, actually. But how are you holding up around all this? Are you all right? You're avoiding it enough. I, honestly, I mean, especially because of the way things are at the moment, I'm not really even having to avoid it. That's it's, cool. It's, that's, yeah. that's cool. It's all right. all right. It's fine. I think, like, obviously, if I was in the office, it would be a thing. Um, but no. Nah. But you're not an actor, so. No. <laughs> well, um, weak. Right, go on. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> Should we read the next one? Uh, last one is from Keith Kettle. He says, did you, Kate, see, <laughs> did you see Kane's bloody volley? How did that not go in? I oh, know. I had a row with my dad. Oh, we said we weren't going to talk about football, but I had a row with my dad the other day because yeah. he said if that had gone in, that would have been the best goal of the tournament. And I went, well done. How about the, the one scored against Scotland from the halfway line? He went, nah, that was hit and hope. That was lucky. That could have gone anywhere. 
You know what I mean? I said, yeah, but it curled in beautifully. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah, but, you know, it could have gone anywhere. Kane's volley. I was like, well, that could have gone anywhere. <laughs> I was going to say, like, yeah, it could have gone, gone anywhere, but it went yeah. into the yeah, goal. Which into is the goal. <laughs> Kane's was saved. But, yeah, that would have been an absolutely incredible moment if that goal had gone in. But it didn't. So we'll never never think of it ever but again. But then using, using James' logic, it did. So... Go on. I just, you know, the whole thing earlier about, you know, if we just imagined something happens, even though it actually didn't. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the same as if it actually happened. So... Good point. Good point. Ah, oh, what That's, a hat-trick from Keane. Doesn't work, but yeah. Go on. <laughs> All right, written off there. Uh, Matt. Let's get to the socials, my f- Oh, if you you don't need to say anything, do you, at the end of your segment, do you, Sean? I've forgotten I how the so. show works. I mean, I could, I could say, I don't know what, cheers for the questions. I hope you're all doing good. That. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the socials. Okay, are you guys playing Operation Tango or what? We absolutely are, aren't we, James? Yeah, we're going to be on Thursday night, 9 o'clock. Be there. Thursday, cool, okay. Thursday? Jesus. Yeah, we're doing a Thursday, yeah. Topsy-turvy yeah, land. That's when I'm allowed to, yeah, do that. Oh, so, yeah, enough. Thursday. Thursday. Okay, nice. Well, this Thursday, 9pm, yeah, James and uh, David are playing Operation Tango on twitch.tv slash tcgsco. Or, if you're another streamer, tgccgsco. <laughs> That's our names. Don't wear it out. If you <laughs> Sorry, have... God. Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime Gaming and you get one free sub every single month, as we say, and we really massively appreciate it. If you go over to our channel, give us your free sub, especially maybe on Thursday when David and James are streaming. It's 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 nice to get that when we're live, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're there uh, anyway. You're there. Just press yeah, that button. Uh, connect your account. You know, that doesn't cost you a penny. It's uh you know, Bezos would hate it. Uh, Good. uh that is it for Twitch. Yeah, and if you miss them live, all the streams we do are on our YouTube channel, just search for TCGS on YouTube. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS. We're doing um, a July's bonus show. We'll probably be up on next week or so. And we'll do a talks over as well in the coming weeks. And tcgs.co is the website where you can get merch. And there's a link to our beautiful Discord as well. You know, I know that your life can be a bummer sometimes. <laughs> and you have to deal with major dweebs at work. So I'm glad that you could get out and take a sweet vacation. <laughs> A sweet vacay. It's so good. It's so good. We will catch you next week. Thank you so much for living it. Uh, take it easy out there. We love you. Goodbye. 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 Bodacious. Goodbye.